What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne new, 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 of this ish. Order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 new world AKA order. Mr. Cocholini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. The whole fucking show, also known as the CEO Negro of Fixes Binds LLC. The Unbinder, the Undebatable, the Undisputed Best Edutainment here on YouTube, the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the Chocolated Confucius, the Black Moses, the Deliverer, the man who walks in the spirit of Elijah, the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, Senor Notre Bajo himself, Gregorio Greybeard, and also the ladies call me Third Leg Greg out here. Shout out to them. Where's the third leg? Your third leg was just phenomenal. And also, you can call me CGA, and that stands for See God Allah. And I'm the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. The 10-time, 10-time King Milk Dud head-ass ninja demonetized champion of YouTube. As somebody found out in court yesterday, they probably were like, oh, Lord. Ninjas to monetize. Yeah, they found out. They found out YouTube don't pay me no money. (laughs) They found out the hard way. Anyway, that led to an interesting morning or afternoon, but we'll talk about that later. Still some things on the table that we need to discuss. But anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. Why women's insatiable nature confuses themselves and confuses the hell out of inexperienced men. We're going to talk about that. And also, confusion for everyone, as 50 Cent said. We also are going to talk about content creator Samantha Lee continuing to make Tyrese's life a living hell while she grifts for you simps. Grifting ass Samantha Lee. Samantha Lee, bring your ass over here. I got some conversations for you. If you want to collab, well, you know what to do. I'm not going to put a baby in you, but I'll practice I'll try. I'll try. But anyway, Samantha Lee, the grifter, out here grifting for you simps while dragging Tyrese to court for failure to pay $10,000 a month in child support. Yes. It's live. And you ninjas continue to simp for her. I will actually, you know, I will go 10 toes up with her. I will admit that. I will admit that. Anyway, we also have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have Doom and Gloom CGA for you legacy ninjas. I'm going to blow ya, blow your mind out. Pause. And we do have, what else do we have? Okay, yes, we got Straggle Sniggle Theater. We have Crime and Law CGA. We definitely got Crime and Law CGA. I got to get my sound effects right. And all of that in the bag of chips ahoy. But do me a favor, hit the like button. Hit the like button. It is very, very, very important. She be talking bad about me. I don't care what she going to do. Cheeks will get clapped. She can talk whatever she want to talk. 
All right. She could talk. She'll be talking bad about me. Bring it on, Samantha Lee. Bring it on. Bring it on. I got something for you. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, she's a hypocrite. But cheeks can get clapped. Yeah. And that's you. I will tell her what's going on here. But let me get back to it to contribute to the day's show. Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimbo. Coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal is PayPal. Dot me backslash Coach Greg Adams and that be pinned to the top of the live chat. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat. New, 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 new on the Notorious order. CGA channel. Let me get to the earlier contributors and then we got to celebrate the fact that it is Tuesday. Oh, I got some gorditas for you. Shout out to my gorditas. I got some gorditas for your nasty ass ninjas out here. Oh, that's nasty. All right, I got some earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to uh, Daniel McGee. Hey, somebody's missing. Oh, there he is. Daniel McGee says, peace, quiet, and freedom. The happiness is unmatched. Uh, you cannot bring happiness to a woman. They're They're insatiable. I'm not happy. They're insatiable. They cannot be happy. I don't care what you give them. I don't care what you give them. I don't care what they ask for. You give it to them. Next day, they not happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) (laughs) What do we got? Martin says, us blacks, or maybe U.S. blacks, live in the ghetto section of the matrix. And it's a sad reality. Y'all niggas need to get out of the hood. Where my hood ninjas at? Represent, represent. Y'all niggas need to get out of the hood. This is my prescription for every strong young black male. Do not think that the ghetto or the hood is like the real world. It is the matrix within the matrix. Uh, but you will never figure it out unless you get out. Like in, if you grow up there and you never walk the hell up out of there, you'll never figure it out. You'll be beholden to what's just in that little square radius of, of uh, low frequency ninjas. So you got to explore. This is just advice. Oh, and they'll call you a sellout in the Uncle Tom too. But I'm going to tell you, Get, you got to leave the community. The community is not for you young black men. Listen to me. I'm telling you. Just, just, just get out. All right. Shout out to Albert Wesker says not caring about pleasing and satiating uh, women and satiating them. Shout out to you equals freedom. Yes, indeed. And a lot of it has to do with even life is not caring. I know you got to care a little bit. You know what I mean? You've got to do what you do when you did what you did to me. Yeah, man, you got to care a little bit, but sometimes not giving a fuck is really a superpower. And I'm not talking about how these ninjas be like, I don't give a fuck. And and you really do. I don't give a fuck what nobody say about me. And you really do. You do. But really, you got to be like Teflon Don around this motherfucker. You got to let ninjas be like, okay, you made your decision. They want to act up. You made your decision. And then when shit happens to them, you got to not give a fuck. Yeah, for real. I'm just letting y'all know, Ninja, that is definitely, that's definitely a, that's definitely a superpower. Because not giving an F when there's no consequences, yeah, that's different. That is different. Not giving an F when they, when they drowning and you watching a bitch drown and you're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to you. Greg says, I was getting it for free. My divorce and child support, 600 thousand dollars plus a trip to brazil for carnival ak stand he says ak stand by your wait ak stand by your picks over on locals ak stand by your pick wait ak stand by for picks okay i don't know what's that 
What does that mean? Hold on for a second. Let me hit you real quick. Uh, I'm going to hit you real quick. What that mean? Okay, stand by for pictures over on Locals. Coach Gang, we up. So, wait a minute. Your divorce and child support is over 6,000, 600,000. Am I tripping? I'm tripping. It says $600,000. Damn. Wowzers. $600,000 plus a trip to Brazil. Holy moly. Yeah, mine wasn't that expensive. 600K. He was getting it for free, though. He was getting it for free. Shout out to the contractor says, not the bang yangs, coach. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Morning from south of the border, brother, and morning from south of the border. Yeah, man. Woo-wee. Shout out to Jay Stokes says, Taco Tuesday. We in here. Shout out to you. It's Tuesday. I might go get some tacos tonight. I'm in a celebratory mood. I'm in a celebratory mood. All right, for sure. My goodness. You could have bought the whole Juco. Shout out to the sucker for love, Ninja. He says, are you in a bind? Do you need money for tuition and books? Is your rent due? Go ahead and dial 1-800-FIXES-YO-BIND. And CGA will take you through his patented 52-point inspection. You may qualify for a scholarship, ladies. Yes, if you was in a bind out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, they be in a bind. And we're going to have to run that commercial. I'm going to have to do that commercial. 1-800-FIXES-A-BIND. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Apply within. 52-point inspection. I'll kick the tires. Check up under the hood. You know what I mean? Renew those tags. Give your ass a nice little, uh, you know, fill up, you know, top off all the fluids. Yeah, we're going to give you all that. And a bag of Chips Ahoy. All right. And a bag of Chips Ahoy on the way out of the door, too. We give you, we give you parting gifts. We give you parting gifts. Shout out to our brother. Uh, let's see here. He says, read the comments about pool. Mr. J down says, read the comments about pool. I'm the 52 year old. I'm missing context. Shout out to, uh, Kareem says for the coach gang dues and court fees. Shout out to you with the co-sponsorship. I'm you said, read the comments about pool. I'm the 52 year old. Us. Uh, I'm, I'm missing the context. It's not making sense right now, but I don't know what. Maybe it'll make sense later. But shout out to y'all, man. That means we're going to get into today's show. But before we start, I got to celebrate the fact that it is Gordita Tuesday. Let's put some girls up on the screen. Ninja, what do you got? Let's take the mute. Woo! Wait, hello, girls. No music either. No music necessary. Take me down, girl, you gotta take me down. I wanna go all around. Is this Walmart? Where the hell is this store at? And I'ma tell you right now, this is a good Tuesday. Hey, get it, girl. She feeling sexy, too, with that goddamn curtain and them damn, uh, that comforter she made out of clothes. You know what I mean? That Wait, those clothes she made out of a comforter. Hello. Give me, girl, let me at her. Let me at her. Let me add her. Oh, wait. That's going to be a funky night. Give me to me, girl. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. That Fupa print going crazy. Boy, the post-nut clarity regret is going to be big on this one. But she cute in the face and thick in the waist. Boy, she a cutie up in her face, though. She ain't bad. Give it to me. Let me add her. Let me add her. Let me add her. 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. Don't worry, I got more. I got more for you ninjas on the table. She looks like a good woman. She look like a she'll make a good woman. All right, you gotta have her by your side. All right, we got another woman out here built like a whole. Di- I don't even know what to say. I don't give a fuck if they call me a torta, a motherfucking beanie cheese taco, oh. a number five super size, the motherfucking fries. Uh oh, I'm gonna wear what I want and look good too. Oh. Hello, big bitch. You see the frame? I see. You see the frame? You see the McDonald's bill? Oh, AirPod, please, dark blaze. Oh, so fat. Hey. Oh. Oh, she, no, it's just tor. This, this is a, definitely a go. This is a torta. She said she don't care. She built like a whole. What in the world is this? This is terrible right here. Oh, the humanity. Man, I, let me at her. Let me at her. Oh, that's nasty. Woo wee. She said, I don't care if I'm a torta or a gordita. I don't care. They call it that. Torta. If they call me a torta, a motherfucking beanie cheese taco, oh. a number five super size, the motherfucking fries, Woo. I'm aware what I want. <laughs> she and look good, too. And look good. She's slapping that belly. Hello. She got big titties, though. Big bitch. You see the frame? I you see, see the frame. You see the McDonald's bill? Air- the McDonald's bill. Did she clap her cheeks God, at the back? Please, dark blaze. Look. I still fat. Hey. Oh my goodness, man, yo! Plenty of fish, plenty of fish, man. That's a definitely a plenty of fish, bitch. All right, shout out to my gorditas out here. Shout out to my gorditas, man, ninja. Thank you for the migration. We got plenty of gorditas, but watch out, ninja. Your gordita can get really jealous on you. Take a look at this. Oh no. They really possessive and out here she about to cut somebody. And what's that on her head here? Okay. Uh. All right, look at this ninja. When the tortas go crazy. When the gorditas, the gorditas go crazy. <laughs> he tried to juggle spin plates with gorditas. You know they be watching you. And look at this woman. She's as wide as she is tall for sure. And she got the nerve to be up in somebody's face. Weighing 260 pounds at five foot two. She got some nerve. All right. Yeah, they get really possessive out here. You got to watch out for the gordita. You got to watch out for the gordita. She will tear you up. She going to stab you and she going to be waiting at home. She done stabbed all your clothes, all your Jordans, all your Stacey Adams, your Nile Gators. She didn't cut up your suits and all of that. And she waiting for you to come into the door so she can just come out like this. All right. Soon as you walk in the door, she going to be like, I got to cut you. All right. Yeah. You got to watch out. Yeah. Both of them. He got two tortas. And actually for you nasty boys out there on a Tuesday, do you guys know for you nasty boys? Oh, that's nasty. We got a place for you where you can have your hands full of beautiful 300-pound gorditas. All right, we got to show you where this is here. Village where being overweight is considered beautiful. Every woman here weighs over 200 pounds. If you're not over 200 pounds, you not only lose face, but also have trouble finding a spouse. Marrying a plump wife is every man's dream. Oh, my goodness. Marrying a plump wife is every man's dream. Oh, that's nasty. Let me at her. Look at these ladies here, and these ladies look ling-ling-ish. 
Okay. These ladies look ling ling. Like, look at these size women over here. Boy, oh boy, let me at her. Let me at her. <laughs> Marrying a plump wife is every man's dream. Having a well rounded wife not only brings prestige, but also signifies wealth and respect. Oh. In a village on Fokud Island, Thailand, there is a tradition where the fatter a woman is, the oh. more beautiful she is considered. Plump women are not only adored by men, but oh, can yeah. also be crowned as the village's beauty queen. Oh, boy. To become the village beauty queen, women eat nonstop throughout the day. Indul well, that's in America? Indulging in calorie-rich food. Look at this. Look at this. Elef Never mind. She laid out from eating. She laid out from eating, y'all. You can plump them up as big as you want them. And even if they feel stuffed, they won't move. <laughs> eating and sleeping is their secret to make. Sleep and eat. Ooh, they got a young one right there. Let me at her. She, she ain't even plumped up yet. Maintaining their perfect figures. Plump women are the pride of their families, and men here never let them do any work. Their favorite pastime is cooking delicious meals mm. for their wives. Mm. The woman before us is the village's oh, second-ranking beauty queen. Oh. She's proudly showing off her favorite pair of denim shorts. Wow. And to put it mildly, the waistband of these shorts can easily fit an underage elephant. But she's oh, delighted because her weight has increased again. She says her greatest joy in life oh, is eating man. and sleeping, all to make her husband proud. Oh, As for the top goodness. beauty queen in the village, she's lying at home right now. When she saw the reporter arrive, she reluctantly oh, moved a couple of steps forward. Oh, After my all, goodness. every calorie burned affects her position as the top beauty queen. However, when the reporter mentioned that her sister oh, no, next door no, might surpass no, no. her, the beauty queen couldn't help but cry. She scooted, she scooted across the floor, did you? <laughs> She's scooching across the floor. That's what the passport bros are going to get. I knew them ninjas was going over there. Quiet as kept. I knew you ninjas was keeping a secret, you passport bros. That's where y'all be at over there. Yeah. She scooched across the floor. Like she knows the sacrifices she's made. To this is a village where being overweight. Is Look at that. She's trying to fit the fupa in the. Oh, my goodness. Ninja just. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere. She go. Hey, man. You know how many lines of ninjas will be in there? You know how many lines of ninjas? Ninjas will be lined up <laughs> to clap them cheeks. All right, y'all headed out. Ninjas getting a passport all of a sudden. Yeah, I see y'all out here. Ninja getting a passport. <laughs> but it's a Tuesday out here. We love them. I blew up the ninja spot. They like, damn, coach. All right, man, we was trying to keep it a secret. We was trying to keep it a secret. Woo! Uh-huh. All right, let's get to doom and gloom, CGA. Doom and gloom, CGA, back in here. Hit the like button. We got lots of people in here. Doom and Gloom CGA, we're on the precipice of World War III. Even the man in Ukraine right now is threatening. We going to war. He has nothing to lose. Neither does that ninja over in Russia. He will drop the nukes. So it's going to get ugly. Donald Trump saying we're on the brink of World War III, ninja. It's on like Donkey Kong. Just don't bring that shit over here. That's all I ask you, ninja. Europe is going to go. Shush. You know, last time the Europeans lost millions and millions, like 50 million people, man. It's going to be bad. going to be bad out here, man. Did you ever think that you would be this rich? Did you ever think that you would have this? Yeah. Let's get back to it. 
Doom and Gloom CGA. What about the family ninjas, the legacy ninjas? Apparently, according to Investopedia, Investopedia came out with this particular research, although I don't agree with it. I, I, I just wanted to take a look at it. Take a look for you legacy ninjas. You want to have a family in today's world with the cost of inflation, with the future cost of inflation, right? The future inflation, with the future market price. What, what, what most of you guys won't even be able to get in terms of owning houses, it says right here, it costs $2.7 million to raise a family. Good Lord have mercy out here. Oh, humanity. Now, I know you welfare queens are going to be like, not me. I raised the whole family off of government assistance, mm. sending them to public schools. We just got to take you guys off the table. You're normies, you're leeches and parasites. We're not talking about you. We're talking about people who honestly want to raise their family. Like who's going to give it the old college try. So for the people who are cutting corners, taking resources from taxpayers. Yeah, it's relatively cheap to raise your kid, waking them up to send them to subsidized daycare and free public school while they walking around painting their nails and tippy toe ninjas. Yes, we're not talking about you. And that's you. Uh, let's see where they came up with this number. I'm interested for you guys that are looking to raise a family. We'll give you a number that's relatively uh, sort of easier to digest. This one will definitely discourage you. It says, have you ever wondered how much it costs to raise a family? It could. It says it costs $2.7 million on average. That according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Wow. New, 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 new world order. It says which surveys people on how much they make and spend every year. The consumer expenditure survey for 2022 released last year shows that families of four, families of four spent $123,106 in that year, in that year, in one year. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, just, just do the math on that one. I'm assuming it's, it's in that year. Okay, well. This is definitely of wealthy people. <laughs> this is definitely wealthy people. I don't know. They did not survey social service people. Okay. It says right here, swipe what that looks like. So we're going to swipe it over. And it says right here, the cost, these are the costs of uh, family life to the dollar. All right. So here it is right here. And this is over the course of the family of fours. You know, you get the last kid out of the door, I'm assuming. So they're saying it's going to take what? Two, uh, $2.7 million in Earned income, wages, and slavery. Oh, no, that says salary. Wages, I'm just joking. Wages and salary, $2.7 million. And a lot of people think that that's not possible. But if you have two income, see, you guys are normally used to one income. All right, so they're having two incomes, and that incomes look like it's a uh, at least average of uh, $150,000 a year. Dual income, dual income, and then at least two kids. All right, not one parent and three strad kids. All right, so right there, dual income over the course of raising the family could be, this could be 20 years, 25 years. There's $2.7 million in earned uh, wages and salary. Says the income here, uh, after tax, taxes, how much you're going to pay in tax? Let's just get over to the bottom line. How about, how about that? They're talking about all of this stuff over here. Let's get to the bottom line. Where's the money going to be spent? Okay, you got the federal income taxes. Oh, wow, that's pretty relatively low, but uh, we'll continue. State taxes, uh, that's a year for a lot of people. Okay, here we go. Housing, housing was almost a million dollars. That would that would actually make sense in today's market. Transportation, transportation, you know, cars, buying cars, cars for teenagers. We're talking about an average real family, not you ninjas that, you know, your kids don't have a car. Your kids don't have no college savings. Personal insurance, 
Wow, pensions. Okay, food, $300,000. Healthcare, right? This is when you're doing it, right? Entertainment, apparel. Okay, this is, these are the numbers here. That's how they came up with the numbers. Alcohol and beverages, tobacco and smoking. Yep, one of your kids is going to be there. Reading, I don't even know what this is. I'm interested to where they came up. Who are they talking about on this one? But uh, I'm just going to say, if you wanted to probably do it the right way, meaning that you put your kid in the best position in life, yeah, this would make sense. It, 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 this would make sense. And I've already got ready for you ninjas that goes. It depends on what state. I was ready for you ninjas. I was ready for you, man. You didn't, You weren't going to get me on this. I got you ready. Oh, yes, I got the depend on what state ass ninjas because that's how you want to get out of it. Coach, I live in Tornado Alley in Oklahoma. We don't pay that much. But every seven years, our house turns into splinters and toothpicks. Yeah, I got you. I was ready for you, goofy ass ninjas. I was ready for you. Depends on what state. Well, how much does it cost to raise a child in each state? Now, remember, this is two different surveys. This is two different points of data. So their numbers aren't going to match up. So the previous numbers aren't going to match up to this. They're just going to get ready. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was ready for you, ninjas. I wake up early in the morning to d- beat you, ninjas. Okay. All right. So already disqualified, you straggles, single parents, broken home ass ninjas. Already disqualified you. You don't count. We're talking about two-parent household, two-parent household, dual income with two good kids, not two Strag ass kids. Mm. All right, here we go right here. <laughs> Depending on the state, Hawaii is the most expensive state to raise a child. They're saying roughly $30,000 a year to raise a small child. Okay, $30,000 a year to raise a child. If you actually did that and you went to 18 years, do the math. You're talking about pretty much a half a million dollars. I mean, well, you're talking about a half a million dollars. Let me do the math. Let me do the math, didn't you? 506 times, let's just say 18. Yep, that's a half a million dollars. All right, half a mil. Right there, District of Columbia and the state of Washington followed right there. The South revealed as the cheapest region to raise a child. The South, of course, depending on what state, Mississippi, Tupelo, Mississippi, $15,000. So according to my math, that's a little, that got to be three, three. Let me see here. 300. Times 18, yep, $280,000 to raise a child in Mississippi. So there's you, depending on what state ass ninjas. So you're looking at $250,000 plus to raise a child in, in Tupelo. All right, in Tupelo. So you can point out what state, and uh, depending on what state, I'll look at the most expensive. It's definitely on Alaska, Hawaii, Oregon, and Washington. California comes in in the other shade here you see that nevada these are the the darker colors are the most expensive obviously maryland new york connecticut but it's still listen you're still talking about in the most expensive states you're still talking about a half a million dollars okay so let's let's rewind it back what was the other number that they came up with 2.7 so let's just do this let's just do the math on this one so to raise a kid According to this data, it said two point. I'm sorry. Let me let me start over. To raise a family, it said two point seven for a family of four. Now this data is telling us for a child, one child, is thirty thousand dollars a year, which was equivalent eighteen years to five hundred thousand dollars. 
And if you add two kids, that's well over a million. Then you even include the parents. Yeah, what what is your costs? What are your costs directed to you? Yeah, I mean, this is not that far off. <laughs> it's not that far off. It might seem quite ridiculous to come up with that number. But again, they're talking about people that are doing it right, not living off the state. They're employed. They're, they're suburban, more likely, maybe in talking about private school, they're setting their kids up for success. They're not divorcing. They don't have single mother problems. They're not living off the state. So with that being said, yes, uh, even if you took two pieces of data and tried to come up with a close relative number, yes, it is true. It's true. Woo-wee. Yeah. It's expensive to raise families, man. This is, it, guys, it's expensive to raise kids. And I don't even think they're considering a lot of other things that you might consider. And then they're probably considering things that you might not use. But it is expensive to raise kids. I don't think the number 2.7 would be relative to everybody. But, of course, you can cut corners. You can live in, you can live in Barstow. You can live in Tupelo. You can live in Tornado Alley in Oklahoma. You can live in... To in Topeka, you can live in Topeka, okay. But uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Somebody said the price of the house. Exactly, the price of the house. You know, it's it's relative. So again, that number seemed astounding, and it might be somewhat inflated. But if you take the inflation coming up in the next five to ten years, which is still going to be, yes, if you take the cost of living going up in the next ten years, absolutely. It's not that far-fetched for two children and two adults. It's not that far-fetched. Anyway, I'm just going to have to go have kids in the Dominican Republic. See, I got these ninjas, coach. It depends on where you live. Yeah, you're going to have to go to Odessa. You're going to have to go to Midland. But you're going to feel poor. <laughs> wow, man, boy, doom and gloom. I woke y'all ninjas up. What about this doom and gloom right here? Let's ring the bell. Check this out right here. This is an opinion piece on CNN travel, and it's a disgrace. I warned you of this as a possibility because the liberals are out of control. It's time to limit how often we can travel abroad. Carbon passports may be the answer. New, 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 new world order. First of all, I told you this was coming. I said this was coming right when they brought in COVID and they start saying you need passport stamps and passport passes and passport vaccination passes. I was like, at some particular point, they're just going to limit your travel, right? And blame it on that. And, and the reason why they're going to do that is, first of all, just having a, a need for a passport is egregious. All right. That, I've actually argued that as well. Having a passport is egregious. This tells me something that, that, that the powers that be are trying to control your travel at, 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 to begin with for whatever reasons that they're doing it, right, to maintain power, to control people. But now we're going here. And uh, this is just going to, it's not going to happen tomorrow, guys. Remember, it could happen in 50 years. But here we are right here. Ninja, you better get all of your travel in. New, 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 new world order. Get all of your travel in as fast as possible. And, of course, you want to vote for your electorate. You're going to vote in your election. You don't realize this, this is what you're voting for. You think you're voting for the healthy, helping the 13% of black people, and you're going to vote somebody in, and your dumb ass is going to help the new world order new, 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 give new us carbon tr uh, passports. Mm. Then you're going to complain about it. Yes. <laughs> you're going to complain about it. 
And uh, listen to this young man. He's a definitely a smart young man. He's figured it out. Let's see here. Where's the volume? Where's the vibe? We expose the government by explaining how they control us. Leadership in government is political power, and political power is an official form of antagonizing the people. What magazine did you say he edits? Politics are necessary. Politics are rules imposed upon the people. In this country, rules are not imposed. They are the wish of all free citizens. Travel around a bit, then you'll see how free they are. They have every man in a straitjacket, and without a passport, he can't move a toe. In a free world, they violate the natural rights of every citizen. They have become the weapons of political despot and if you don't think as they think you're deprived of your passport to leave a country is like breaking out of jail yes and to enter a country is like going through the eye of a needle am i free to travel of course you're free to travel only with the passport will you allow me to say something only with the passport man new 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 world order this kid is smarter than most of you normie ass ninjas man he done figured it out i know it's a movie but i'm gonna give him some i'm gonna give him some props he figured it out. Most of y'all ninjas still on a plantation. <laughs> All right. Most of y'all ninjas still on a plantation. He figured it out, but y'all ain't figured it out yet. New, 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 new world. All right, but I ain't here to wake you up either. I'm here to I'm live here to live my own life. Living my best life. All right, is that Doom and Gloom CGA for today? That's all I got? Okay, I guess that's all I got. Damn, he came up and chose violence. Little man over there, man. <laughs> little man. Be the little men be tyrants, man. I know y'all be like, you little man got, what do they call it? Napoleon complex? No, nah, man. Little dudes, man, be tired of getting picked on all their life. They're like, I'm going to become a tyrant. <laughs> the great coach Eleni. Little dude said, I'm taking over out here. Take you over. Stand on business. Stand on business. We got our brother here. Okay, we got nothing. No action over here. No action on the tables. All right, no action on the tables today. Y'all ninjas ain't woke up yet. All right, I see you. I see you. All right, I can keep going with the show, ninja. I can keep doing the show. Shout out to Emmett Trill. Emmett Trill, one of the better names on here, says UPS to lay off 15,000 ninjas. Wow. Ninja, please, you work for UPS. Didn't they just give everybody raises? Didn't they just give everybody six figures? <laughs> Man, you cannot trust these people, man. Oh, man, UPS to slash 12,000 yobs in cost-saving move as workers ordered to be in office five days a week. It is tough out here. That's some doom and gloom. UPS to cut 12,000. Uh, UPS stock is rolling downhill today. Yikes, ninja. Woo! They just gate. You know, this whole giving a raise thing, I don't know, man. People will argue this to the cows come home. People will not put these two together. And if you do say this is going to happen, then people say, no, that's not how it works. You're not smart. And I'm going, it seems that when people ask for high wages, they start laying off people. Now, I know what's going to happen. I know what you're going to say is you're going to say, well, they don't have to. And I'm going to say, why not? <laughs> They're like, they're only doing it for corporate greed. And I'm like, let's, let's bring it back. If people get higher wages, the corporation naturally is not going to eat the losses. The losses are going to be exorbitant. Like you're asking them to eat massive losses. So they shouldn't do it. They shouldn't have to do it. 
but they're going to do it. <laughs> All right. So the argument is, do they have to do it? No, they can eat the losses. They can readjust their budget and they can say, we'll take less profit and raise the wages. So that's what your argument is. Your argument is the corporation doesn't have to uh, cut costs or layoff. That's what you say. They, they shouldn't have to. Now, I'm going to tell you, as a business, no business is going to do that. They're not going to just eat losses and raise wages for the people. They're going to find a way to figure it out. In fact, the three shifts, right, the fact that you have a, what do they call it, the third shift, the first, second, and third shift was an example of corporations finding a way not to eat the losses. Okay, the third shift came along by, uh, workers requesting uh, more pay, similarly to the um, to the healthcare thing. But I'm trying to give one thought. But the worker said we want more pay per hour. They wanted to. They wanted to. What do you call it? They wanted to strike. And then what essentially happened is, and this is briefly, they 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 agreed to a deal to pay more per hour. But what they did was cut back an hour. They cut back an hour and then hired another person for productivity and they increased it to a third shift. So they gave more, they gave more, they gave more money, but reduced the hours of work. And then to increase productivity and profit, they shoved in the third shift. That's number one. Number two, same thing as uh, the workers, the employer should provide health care. What that did was basically the employer said, okay, if we're forced to provide health care with no pre-existing conditions, that's going to eat into our profits. What do they do? They just cut back the hours of the workers to, um, to uh, less than part-time. So they went, okay, you work 41 hours a week. That means you qualify for full health insurance. So now you work 38 hours. Now I don't have to give you health insurance. I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, <laughs> well, this is what we talk about. Well, that's not good economics. That's not fair to the worker. I'm here to tell you, you're saying it shouldn't happen. I'm saying it, it's, that's not the part of the problem. You're, you're, you're telling the corporation to basically reduce their profits just for the people. And that ain't never going to happen. It's never going to happen. What's going to happen is you raise the income of the worker, and then you just reduce the workforce. <laughs> That's all you do is fucking, it's that simple. It's that simple. You're, you're asking for the impossible, which is never going to happen. So I hear these arguments on social media. Oh, if you raise the, the McDonald's to livable wages, you shouldn't have to reduce the staff. That's how people think. And I'm like, they're going to reduce the staff. No, they ain't. That's not how it works. And then they reduce the staff and then everybody's mad. And I'm like, I mean, you can't be this stupid. It was gone. It was bound to happen. Then they bring in technology to replace and or they overwork people. They pay them high. But that's what it is. And by the way, low skilled jobs should not have livable wages. It's pretty serious. It's pretty Easy economics one-on-one, but a lot of people have the hope strategy and they're saying it shouldn't happen. These corporations are evil if they do it. And I'm here to tell you they're evil. Ninja, just accept it. (laughs) Mm. It's always going to work that way. What the hell are you talking about? 
Yep, one person does five people's job and they'll be happy to do it. But now they're underpaid again because they reduced the staff. And now they're doing five people's jobs and they'll essentially work 50 hours, 60 hours a week, making $20 an hour. And then three people lose their job. It's that simple. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, brothers. Oh, man, people are dumb. Normies are normies are crazy with this conversation. And soon as you see it and they pass a law, they're going to raise the wages. You automatically know that's going to be job loss. Job loss. And they're going to burn someone out. Yep. Job loss. Let's continue. Anybody arguing against this at this point is just bothering people. <laughs> Let's get back to Let me see here. Shout out to John Doe. I looked up the book. The Manipulated Man and the price on Google is $169. Any book that is that expensive, controversial, and hard to find is a must read. Indeed, I got it before they banned it with the price. Shout out to JC says, Coach, how do I say I love 300-pound women in Thai? What kind of fuck you give me? That's all you got to say, sir. Everett Walker, Morning CGA, I'm hearing a woman took you up on your deposit slip to her HR department offer, LOL, you shacking up now? LOL, no, wait a minute, who, what? Who did what? I don't know what's going on. She took me up on uh, my deposit slip. Okay, I don't know. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, when I told her to, yeah. Ladies, if you want to get with me, if you want to get with me, you putting your money in my bank account. She's like, it's my money. Oh, no, baby. You want to move in with me? Take, take my deposit slip to your HR. That's how I get women not to want them. Because they be progressing too. Women progress. They be like, well, what, what are we doing? And, you know, well, I want a relationship. And basically they want me to take a bad deal. They want me to not fornicate with other women while they be out here disappearing and see me three days a week. Okay, and I got to chase them around. And where you at? And what you doing? I ain't doing that. So then the next step is, well, if, if I move in with you, if I move in with you, you don't have to go chase me around the city. Okay. Sounds like a good deal. Come move in with me. Oh, by the way, you will be putting your money in my bank account. <laughs> They're like, what? No, I don't want to do that. Well, you don't want to move in. Guys got to play smart. Play smart. <laughs> All right, anyway. I see you don't want to move in. I see you don't want a relationship that bad. You got to make them jump on one leg. Make them beg for a relationship. One of the, one of, I'm, I'm riffing here today. One of the things that I'm riffing because you guys are not hitting the like button. All right, I need at least 900 likes. Give me 300 quick likes. But I'm going to tell you, men give up their commitment way too easily and you don't value your commitment. You don't value your commitment. So you give it up easily. The woman don't even have to work for it. All she has to do is, uh, so what are we? Do we have a title? And then you don't even negotiate up front. Then what happens is you so stupid because you think you're going to get some punani. You give up your commitment and she didn't do anything. She did nothing. You gave it up. And then what happens is you're trying to reel it back. You're trying to hold masculine frame. Ah, oh, bitch, we negotiating up front. Negotiate up front. Yeah. Give me the likes. Don't pass the scroll. But they get you ninjas. Hey, let's do something fun this weekend. 
bitch, we just clap. Man, I'm just clapping them cheeks. Just come over real quick. Let me get this skeet. And they'd be like, let's do something this weekend. Oh, let's do something this weekend? Yeah, let's do something this weekend. You mean like me plan something fun for us to do? Yeah, yeah. Plan something fun for us to do all weekend. Oh, you mean something that you're going to enjoy and be entertained by? Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Oh, okay. You mean something that I'm probably going to pay for? Uh-huh, yeah. And we can spend time together. You mean something that's going to keep you around for longer than it takes to bust a nut? That I got to pay for and plan and entertain and all? You mean I'm already, I'm already beating them cheeks up for nothing, very little investment. Oh, now you want to raise the stakes. Now you want to make, you want me to spend some time now and spend some money. Oh, I didn't got them cheeks for free. Now you want to upsell me. <laughs> nah, just slide through. Just come through. Wasting my time on you. Hell no. <laughs> just bring your cheeks back over here like you did the... Per- Pre- and so what they did was, I'm going to just tell you what this is. They use sex as a loss leader. All right. So this is where you think you were getting it for free. And yes, you must cut this bitch off as soon as she starts talking like this. Cut her ass off. If she was being out here trying to use sex as a loss leader, ma'am, ma'am, that's your fault. So she used a couple of cheat claps and a couple of nut busts. Now she want to raise the stakes and move the damn. She wants to move the tick up. Hey, uh, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. You basically prostituted yourself. You you gave three pieces of peace leave, and now you want to come up here and then run up the score. Hell no. That's called hustle, ninja. You trying to hustle. You an old pool shark. You know the old pool shark. You know the old pool hustle. You know the whole pool hustle. Back in the day when ninjas used to play pool. So they used to go to the pool stop, the pool space, they used to come in, and the hustler would come in, and he act like he don't know how to play pool. All right, so he come in there. He hitting the ball. You know what I mean? He kind of lining it up. He missing easy bank shots. He put a couple of dollars on. He was like, oh, man, you know, I'm a little rusty. I've been playing a minute. And then he loses game number one. He loses game number two. He's like, I'm warming up, though. I'm warming up, though. I think I done lost $50, but you know what? Now that I'm warmed up, let's play again. Let's play again. Triple or nothing, ninja. Triple or nothing. This ninja like, oh, I'm about to take easy money. Easy money. Then in the third game, he started racking it up. Clack, 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 clack. The ninja turned into uh, Fats Domino, Minnesota Fats, whatever his name is. All right. Ninja started turning the back. Bank shots. The ninja started playing behind his back. <laughs> That's what women do to you ninjas with pussy. That's what they do to you with pussy. They give you a couple pieces and then they raise the stakes on you and you be like, well. <laughs> All right. Anyway, watch out for free peace leave. It is never free. It is never free, brothers. It's never free. So watch out. They always hustling you with puss. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Uh, shout out to y'all, Straggle Sniggle Theater, man. Hit that like button. We're almost to 800 likes. People ain't getting the notifications, but I'm gonna just let y'all know 
CGA about to make a run in 2024. Might run for president at this point. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, what do we got up here? What's the first Straggle and Oh, I still got Gorditas on my screen. Hold on for a second. Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. I know you guys might not think this story is true. There's a pastor in Nigeria, I believe, and this is what the Bible said about female pastors. This is why you don't have one. All right, it says right here, meet the female pastor who sleeps with her members to heal them. God, and claim, she claims God anointed her vagina. Oh, my goodness. Pastor Mrs. Veronica claims her vagina is anointed for healing infertility in men. Okay, shout out to her, ninja. Okay. Her vagina is anointed for healing infertility in men. All right. I had to say Instagram's lying. I did cover this story a few years ago, but we have a lot of new people, so we'll cover it again. Sign of the times. Indeed. Nigerian female pastor Veronica seeks to sleep with male church members, uh, be healed from infertility. There she is right there, and she's showing her teeth. She's a happy skeezer. Niggas always gotta show they she's a happy skeezer. It says, God gave me an anointed vagina. They always think they peace leave is just so good, don't it? Uh, you only have to sleep with me and get healed of all of your fertility problems. Men have gone through a lot. In this generation, and God sent me to liberate them. Okay. All right, she ain't bad looking. I would clap them cheeks. Says right here, you can choose to believe my anointing or leave it, but it remains true. Watch my video to hear the full message of yesterday, Pastor Mrs. Veronica. Oh, man. She look okay. Ooh, sister. You've been on, on my mind. Oh, my Lord, sister. I cla- I'm clapping. I'm clapping. And I'm healed. Hallelujah. All right. She came up here. I guess this is on her fake book. I don't know, man. And you know what I mean? The world, man, sending. You guys got to watch out for these skeezers. They just skeezers at the end of the day. They just want they fix. They want they fixed. They got their peace leaves itching out here. Okay, we got these women out here. It says right here. I'm I was trying to find the edited version of this, but there's a lady interjecting her face in this video. But uh take a look at this right here, Ninja. Wow. Oh. This should be two tons of fun. Let's hear hear them out real quick. And their feet are out. Your biggest turnoff in guys. That's right. It's time for another one of these. Probably when they don't work out. Go to oh, really? And stuff, yeah. White men. So what do you guys prefer in a guy? Really rich. Oh. Really black. Oh, At least 6'5". 6'5"? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Lots of money, really. Yeah. Like a, a yacht and stuff? Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Um, you can buy me fancy things. Take me on trips. Pay my rent. Between men or women, who has a harder life? Absolutely women. Why? We bleed from a uh, week a month. We are f***ing... We're sexualized everywhere we go. Yeah, like cat called? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The parking lot tenant tried to steal me before. Oh. Anyone tried to steal you today? <laughs> we can. Based on that, I'm starting to think that there might be a different version of reality for every person. What? Yeah, man, uh, there's a lot of bullshit. I wish the, I wish somebody sent me the clip without that other lady jumping in the middle of the video, but she all up in the video, all up on the damn record, dancing. Get out the damn video. 
All right, you see these women out here. There got to be an alternate. I'm telling you, um, men are clapping their cheeks. I'm just letting y'all know. They are getting their cheeks clapped. And this is one of the reasons why some people say, well, coach, they delusional. They delusional. They're delusional. This, they're not delusional. They're, that's their reality. So they're getting personal trainer ninjas, ninjas that be up here defending me. Coach, man, the flatbacks are out. It's 2024. It ain't 1990 no more. We love uh, uh, gelatinous, gelatinous women. Gelatinous women. Big women are in. Y'all be trying to convince me and convince me and convince me. And I'll be trying to tell y'all this is what's happening. Hoflation is out of control. So, yes, they have a warm, wet spot between their legs. And, yes, sometimes you guys are super horny. You want to see some big titties. But the big belly come with it. All right, you guys want big old white flesh and white peak toes. And you, I mean, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Ninjas in Memphis going crazy. There's a dude hitting this raw, skeeting in her belly and giving her good salami. Good salami. Like he digging deep into this. I'm just letting you know. So it might sound like they're crazy, and they are. <laughs> However, because they have options, which are sexual options, they do have the options. They do have sexual options. What women do is because they're insatiable, they say, well, if I can get this, I can get that. So then they say, well, I can get this guy. So now if I ask for a little bit more, a little bit more, I, sh I should deserve it because I'm easily getting this. I got plenty of these options. So, yeah, it's just right here. So here we go right here. Let's break it down. It's your biggest turnoff in guys. That's right. It's time for another one of these. Probably when they don't work out. All right. And so this woman here, this woman says one of her biggest turnoff in guys is when they don't work out. The marketplace. Oh, that's nasty. When they don't work out. Again, this tells me she's getting six-pack ninjas. She's getting six-pack ninjas. Blowing her back out. Trust me. So now she's like, if you don't work out, wow. Oh, oh really? Stuff, yeah. White men. White men. What? There it is right there, ninja. I mean, there it is. So her turnoff is white men. I mean... Need I say more? Need I say more? Who's beating this up? Who's beating this up? There's a dude beating her, and her booty is in the front. She put her booty on front and backwards today. She put her booty on backwards. But there is a ninja beating the guts out of this woman and loving it. Loving it. This is not, I'm just. It is all Jermaine Foe. It's always Jermaine Foe. Um, white men, she says, and of course, look at her, man. I mean, listen, let's continue. So what do you guys prefer in a guy? Really rich. What? Really black. Wow, boy, we know who the mud shark is. So the blonde wants a really rich guy. I already got broke ninjas and middle class ninjas. And really black is the mud shark over here. She said really black. At least 6'5". 6'5"? Five. Six, five. Six foot five. Well, this woman is definitely 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, All right, because the tall, the gentleman over here, he, I mean, he looks like a six-footer. So this is a tall woman, a big Viking broad. She got Viking blood, Norwegian blood or Swedish blood in her. She's an old Viking broad. Uh, she says 6'5". 6'5", <laughs> mm. gentlemen. Yeah. Lots of money, really. Yeah. Like a, a yacht and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a yacht, man, please. <laughs> this is, I, I'm stopping right here. Rich, lots of money, and a yacht. Mm. 
Okay. Okay, let's continue. And she she said, so let me continue. <sighs> All right, not my girl, Coach. We're going to go with this young woman here. Um, This is, it looks like Aiden Ross, but I can't really tell. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But as you can see next to him, seated, it's Chris Brown. And shout out to Chris Brown. He's been around for a long time. But what do you see next to him? You see Pogs. Yes, you do. Don't you see Pogs? You see Pogs. Pod. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, say that bit again. Say it one more time. I'll say it slow. Pog. P-A-W-G. Badass white girls. Yeah. Nigga, don't talk about What you like, bro? Yeah. I like fat ass white girls, the thick time. Yeah. The yeah. Types. yeah. Those are my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens there, right there. Those are your favorites. Then all right, so let's go back. Let's go back and go take take you to the video. Where's the video at? All right, I don't lost the video. All right, so there it is right there. So Chris Brown. So I think what tends to happen is a lot of men go after what you think are low quality women or women that you don't think will cheat because you have an insecurity and you have nothing to leverage. So what you'll do is, and this is the truth, I'm teaching. I'm not, I'm not persecuting you. But because you don't have much to leverage, you'll try to get an uglier girl and say, oh, she'll be faithful, right? She'll be faithful. Or nobody will want her like I want her. I'm the only nasty dude. But And that backfires on you because these are the women giving up the most pussy right now. And yes, they will cheat on you. They got Because they're getting the most people trying to sleep with them. They're easy targets. And so here's an example. This, these two pogs right here, notice Chris Brown's in the video, and watch how fast, watch how fast status and money changes up the situation. All right, let's let the music play. Chris Brown for real? Hi. No, no, oh hey, hey, Chris Brown, I love you so much. I would literally sing every single fucking day. I don't think you understand. Every day, nonstop, constantly, all the time. Any single time you wanted it, I'd do it. Let me oh. ask you a question. I, I'm flattered by that. No, he doesn't but, but no is, 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 is too too he young, man. You know, but like, I'm flattered though. I'm not lying. I'm how do you, so flattered. How do you get that though, bro? Like, I, like why, I, a girl's never said that to me one time in her life. I'm, I'm an old guy. I'm an old man now. I, bitch, I don't give a fuck how old you are. I'm I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me ask you a question. If you were dating a guy. For a year, uh -huh. and Chris came on monkey. Was like, "Yo, I'll fly you out. Would you go? Be honest. Just don't lie. Be honest." Hundred percent. But you're dating a guy for a year. Okay, it's Chris Brown. Are you fucking kidding me? What, bro? <laughs> would you fly out for Chris if you were dating your boyfriend? For I would fly out for Chris Brown, hundred percent, any day. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Okay, so these are things that we do have to, uh, boy, we do have to try to prove to you that that's the situation, and guys. It don't even have to be Chris Brown. It's just you and you go ahead and you say you make a deal with her because you believe, okay, I'll get her. She on my level. She won't cheat on me. And at some particular point, a better, bigger, better product, a better, a, a guy that that's just thirsty or starving today. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> we'll take your girl. We'll take your girl just that fast. And this, these are the ugly chicks. And then just imagine the attractive chicks. And of course, you gotta think real fast about any sort of women that has ever claimed sexual harassment and by a celebrity, you got to look at it and go, man, that's how they act around you. That's how they act. Uh, this woman is really, I, I, I don't know if she's underage because they did. He did discuss age. I think she said she was 16 or 18. So you would obviously say that's why Chris Brown backed off. 
but he probably would hit this, yes, if she was legal. Then you also seen her stand up. Look at the one in the red with her sexy face having ass. Oh, boy. And she threw it right there and said, I would do it every day. Every day. Suck and fuck you every day. No question. No questions asked. Now, you got to jump through hoops and hurdles. You got to take them out on dates. But if you got the leverage or the status or the money, either one, a combination of it, and you're charismatic, you're masculine, there's no rules. There's no rules. Hypergamy is a mother sucker. She said she was 18. She was 18. So this is what a lot of guys have to realize, that this is how it works. Unfortunately, you don't, we don't get to change the rules. This is nature. This is how it works. You either are or you aren't. You either do or you die. It is what it is. For real? Hi. Wow, look at this face. Look at these. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. I wish I could go. Oh, there it is right there. Oh, my goodness, yo. Oh, the humanity. Far she blows. She ready to burst. Leaking. Look at these two right here. My goodness. I mean, I won't be mean. Look at that pie hole. <laughs> Look at that pie hole. Chris Brown going to be making bacon. All right, here we go right here. Let's get into it, Chris Brown. She ready to throw that, throw that soggy body on Chris. Oh hey, hey, Chris Brown, I love you so much. I would literally every single fucking day. I don't think you understand. Every day, nonstop, constantly, all the time. Any single time you want it, I'd do it. Let me ask you a question. I, I'm flattered by that. Is this but, an app? Is, is, is too too young. Let me see. Did they say 18? Is this an app? Is, is, is too too young. 18. Man. You know, but like, 18. So I'm telling you, dude, she would have threw it on him if she was 14, 16. Don't ever think. And the thing about it with um younger women, them young girls don't want you, bruh. <laughs> see, people don't have any clue. Um, if you are that guy or you have the resources or you're you're aging well, it's an easy layup. I'm flattered, though. I'm not lying. I'm how do you, so flattered. How do you get that, though, bro? Like, I, like, why, I, a girl's never said that to me one time in her life. Yeah. I'm, I'm an old guy. I'm an old man now. I, bitch, I don't give a fuck how old you are. I'm, I'm ready. I'm Woo! Mm -hmm. I might have to clip that. I might have to clip that. Never said that to me one time in her life. I'm, I'm an old guy. I'm an old I, bitch, I don't give a fuck how old you are. I'm, I'm ready. Uh, she ready. Woo! Yeah, that brother's starving. She ready. She ready. No questions asked. No, what are you, what are your goals? You know, do you live with your mama? Are you dirty and dusty? She ready. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me ask you a question. If you were dating a guy for a year, uh -huh. and Chris came on monkey, was like, yo, I'll fly you out. Would you go? Be honest. Just don't lie. Be honest. 100%. I'm not even a thought. Not my girl, coach. Not my girl. Yes, your girl. The right guy flies her out. She going. If she doesn't go, she's going to tell you that she didn't go out to fly to see that guy. But you're dating a guy for a year. Okay, it's Chris Brown. Are you there you right there. Hey, hey, listen. Hypergamy has no boundaries. It doesn't. Man, almighty, you guys got to watch out. I don't care how old you are. Did you? Hey, I'm going to get it. Straggle with Sniggle Theater presses on here. I don't know if this is a skit, but it says, when your kids say they're hungry and want a snack. 
kids say they hungry in the store, no. gotta feed them. You gotta stop and you gotta feed them. Cause one thing about me, when I'm hungry. Hungry? You gonna make sure you eat. You gotta eat. Ain't that right? Oh, the humanity. So when y'all hear y'all kids crying, just stop, take a break, and get them a snack. It's the only way to get them to shut up. That's it. <laughs> it's simple. Y'all see, they quiet as people. They quiet. It's okay to take a break, y'all. It's okay. Oh it's better than listening to y'all kids cry. No. And no. So the people that want to see the kids, here they are. I'll always ask about the kids. Here they are. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Not the floor. Not the floor. Oh, not the chips on the floor. Ninjas. I wish a nigga would. Yeah. Man, I tell you, man. I can't help y'all. I can't help y'all. <laughs> he got everybody got, got, got drumstick, ice cream cones. They eating the dip. Got Gatorade ninjas, man. Hey, man, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. I mean, look at this. This is a disgrace. He got he got stuff all in the corner of his mouth. I'm hungry. 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 Ninja said, I'm hungry. All right. Look at this. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do out here. You got to do what you got to do out here. Terrible times. We have a teacher on his first day of school here teaching in the community. So let's line it up real quick. It says, first day of school be like in the community. Why you apostrophe? It's unique, and I'm here. To Quirdry. Right, to Coriandre. Lua, Lu, La, Ha, La. It's LaDasha. Oh, LaDasha. V-A-U-G-A. Exvondricia. Oh. Benjamin. Bro, it's Benjamin. Quandale. It's Quandale. Q-Y-S-H-A. 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 Yeah, man, he got it there, Ninja. He like, man, this is terrible, man. What in the... I wish a nigga would. Washa and Drya, the twins. The twins. Wowzers. <laughs> this is crazy. What a world we live in. Last one, Straggle with Sniggle Theater. We have a young baller, and I hate to make fun of the young guy here, but it's going across the internet. This is the Gen Z. You guys want to see what Gen Z boys are doing today? Let's see what Gen Z boys are doing today. And I couldn't play that clip again because it had music. Uh, here it is right here. Your young boys in Gen Z. Your top dogs, your top alphas. You wonder why young women are out here with older men? Yes, for money. This is one of the reasons why here. All right, Tyrese, walk us through the nails, too, man, the holiday. You know what I'm saying? So we just went through the red green. Uh, the, the person who's doing my nails said they could do a design, so they actually told me, um, they showed me a Christmas tree with some ornaments, so I decided to get some ornaments on it for Christmas. Nice. You know, a lot of people don't like that, but, uh, man, just got it. <laughs> <sighs> man, I tell you, man. I wish a nigga would. 
Yep, that's where we at. And this ninja out here is sniggling. He out here sniggling. He don't give a damn. What's the quarterback from USC? He's doing the same thing. The quarterback from USC. And we just lost all frame, ninja. We got new ninjas out here. We got new ninjas out here. We got, look at this, tippy toe. And listen, and here's the thing. We got libtard women out here defending this shit. This is what you get. And then when, when, when you're defending it, and then years down the line, when you can't find a masculine man, they're going to say, What happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, man, this is where we at. I mean, listen, manicure, pedicure, that's fine. Ninja, we, we not going to detail nails. We not keeping up our nails, man. I mean, where is your father at? This shit ain't even funny, bro. I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. Is he play for Duke? He does play for Duke. It says Duke on his jersey. Man, these new, when they ask for men to stand up, men to fight, and then when men don't want to fight, when men don't want to pay, when men don't want to be real men, and they out here just as sassy as these hoes out here, and these hoes out here masculine as hell, with full goatees, this is where we at. This is where we at, bro. I mean, look, I'm going to tell you, man. People keep defending it, and the line gets pushed and pushed and pushed. Because let me show you right here. Let me show you right here. And if he's, um, <laughs> it says right here. Let me see here. Let's see if I can find some people here. Okay, I cannot find. I cannot find people defending it. So people are definitely going off on this. <laughs> All right, they going off on this. I actually found people definitely defending this. But yeah, man. Let's see. Yeah, they they going in on him. They going in on him. They like, and I'm telling you, man, I used to watch, I used to coach college basketball. Now, here's the funny thing. They tee it off on that ninja. I watch college men's basketball today, and if I turn the game on, I can't tell if it's a men's or a woman's game. That's how crazy it is from masculinity of the past, which they call toxic, and hyper-masculinity, and masculinity of today which they say men should be in touch with their sensitive side and shit like this. Now, masculinity of the past, if you turned on the television, you could tell it was men playing basketball. Today, if you turn on the TV, you can't tell. You have to look. You have to be like, is this the men's or the women's game? Because they'll be having ponytails. They'll be wearing uh, hair bands, hair bands. They have two puffs, Afro puffs. They be having a scrunchie in their hair. Dudes. Shorts be short, short shorts, tight-ass jersey, and they walk around tippy-toe. You can't even tell. You have to look. Oh, that is the men's team. Mm. <laughs> you can't even tell. When you turned on the TV back in the day and saw Larry Johnson and Stacey Augman and Anderson Hunt and you saw Chris Webber and Jalen Rose and you turned on the TV and you saw Grant Hill. You saw some ninjas. They dunking. They pulling it back. You saw ninjas out here. They wolfing it up. Pumping their chest. Yeah, you knew what you was watching. You was like, there go the men's team right there. <laughs> they be wearing them compression bras. Oh, we, we monitoring our heart. Yeah, 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 ninja. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Now these ninjas come out tippy-toeing, shooting three-pointers. And they boning dudes. They boning dudes on video. Jalen Green, did you see that video? I don't even know if I can show it on YouTube. Jalen Green, you new ninjas today, man. I tell, I swear to God. And as soon as we open our mouth as men, here come the women. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Trying to shut us up, <laughs> right? Trying to shut us up. Where the Jalen Green video? Let me see if I can show a little bit. Let me see if I can show a little bit on YouTube. Oh, I'm going to show it. It's on YouTube right here. 
It's on YouTube right here. Look at this. The time of the year where you get. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if they put. Look, look, look. Oh my God. What? And the, this two. Get the fuck out of here. Ninja send it. Talking about they, they was just messing around. We was just messing around, coach. Talking about we was just playing. I have never played like that with another homie. <laughs> I have never. I've never even thought about playing like that. We immediately would be like, dude, I lost like 300 viewers just like that. Boy, YouTube do not like me, man. YouTube does not like me. Wow. They don't like me at all. I have never said, you know what? Why don't you, why don't you mount me <laughs> as if I'm a woman? I have never. I have never. YouTube, look at all these people leaving. Man. Listen, it ain't me, man. YouTube. YouTube, why y'all playing out here? Why y'all playing, YouTube? Y'all playing. Y'all playing out here. Look at y'all. Look at this shit. YouTube, stop messing with my numbers. Y'all are some wild-ass ninjas today. Gen Z, man. Gen Z. Gen Z. Ladies, y'all, y'all, hey, where's the women at? Y'all, look at, look at what's going on. Numbers just dropping. <laughs> Numbers dropping. Is it Gen Z? Y'all really this mad? Y'all really, y'all really defending this shit? My numbers went down 400 in, in the last two minutes. <laughs> YouTube said, man, we about to put the squeeze on this ninja. By the way, we were at 2.5. Uh, let me see here. Yep, we were at 2.5K viewers between the both channels. And they just a drop of YouTube squeezing y'all ninjas, man. YouTube squeezing y'all ninjas out. That's Drago and Sniggle Theater today. Wow. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Man, it's a new day. We the last of the masculine men. See, there's a difference when you say toxic masculinity and then you push the line all the way over here. What do you expect me to do? What do you expect men to do? Wowzers. It's a cold, cold world out here. It's an evil world. Let me get to these super chat. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world. And here's the thing. These guys think women are going to like them more. They're not. They're not. They're not going to like you more. They're going to they're gonna run to the ever more masculine men that are available. Uh, shout out to Agent Machine says, Janet Mello scammed the army out of $100 million dollars. While soldiers were discharged for not taking a pokey poke, Texas Gordita luxury shopped while soldiers dodged bullets, lost limbs, and paid the ultimate price. I did see that story suggested to me, and I had to do more research, so um, I didn't share it yet, but I'm going to definitely look into that story and maybe share it of a woman who scammed the army out of $100 million, and she said, it's my money. She has no remorse. Brown 3 Renault says, I can't feel my leg. My gordita. 
rolled over on it. Shout out to you. I got you, brother. Brown 310. I got a girl for you. You need a girl? I got a girl. There she is. I don't give a fuck if they call me a torta, a motherfucking beanie cheese taco, a number five, super size, the motherfucking fries. I'm going to wear what I want. Yeah. And look good, too. Woo. Hello. Hello. Bitch. You see the frame? You see the frame? You see the McDonald's bill? Oh, man. God, please, don't play. That's so fat. Hey. Oh, my Lord. There you go, Brown Through. I know I had a girl for you. I had a girl for you. Shout out to our brother, Jug Rich. Says it's never free. It's just pending transaction. It's never free. It's just a pending transaction. And that's a fact. Guys, always coming up in here is free. Nah, Ninja, it, it, there's going to be a charge at some particular point. There's going to be a charge, Ninja. And the charge could be a discharge from your salami. In the middle of the night, you wake up. And you say, what's this gooey, sticky, uh, pussy, green and yellow mist that came out of my, yeah. <laughs> you gonna get a charge out here. <laughs> what do we got here? Roderick Miller dropping the wallet. What? I'm real, he says, man. coach, the numbers are correct to raising children. Facts. Yeah. I mean, people are going to deny it. People are going to deny it. Just looking at the two datas, and there were two separate datas, if you put it together, it's not that far off. Um, but people are start, they're going to rationalize, well, I could do it for cheaper and this and that. And what you're doing is cutting corners on your kids. That's all you're doing. You're cutting corners. Uh, I'm, I'll just live somewhere cheaper. You know, that's, that's what you're doing. But it, if you did it right and everybody did it right, it's going to cost lots of money. To raise kids. Kids are not free. Relationships are not free. Women are not free. The mindset, once you have that mindset, you'll actually go into your life and you'll stop doing shit for free. You'll, start, you'll stop doing shit for free. Because you'll know there's a cost to everything. And sometimes you got to pay the cost to be the boss. But you can't be the boss and pay, unless you paid the cost. But people are trying to get through life as uh, damn parasites. Everything has a cost. Everything deserves to have a cost, as a matter of fact. Sometimes it's better to pay the cost. Just depends on what you're paying for. You don't have to overpay. Sometimes it's better to pay the cost. Just That goes with, that goes with just about everything. Just let me just. Because what you're doing is negotiating and you're going to get the short end of the stick. Cutting corner ass ninjas. So shout out to our brother Kareem. For the court dudes and Roderick, them ninjas sponsored and co-sponsored today. I'm rich, baby. He says the hidden cost is often the priciest. The hidden cost is often the priciest. Everything has a hidden cost. Everything. In the 48 laws of power, law 40 despised the free lunch. Everything has a hidden cost. Everything. Everything you have is a hidden cost. Shout out to Cortez says, you the realest coach. Too funny and too precise. Shout out to our brother Cortez, the conqueror. Who is this? Uh, shout out to Sand Shrew. Says buying a business. Give me two years. I'll send a bag. Let's go. Let's go. You setting goals? Let's get it. Let's get it. I love it. I love the motivation. Let's keep everybody motivated. We're all going to need it. For the people who don't want to get it done, don't get it done, Ninja. I really don't give a f at this point. Uh, well, Kaylin says 30, oh, sorry, 304s have made it difficult for women 
in relationships, in girl logic, attractive guys, they don't know, don't have to wait for sex, but their boyfriends or husband have to work like a dog to get some for the 100th time, make it make sense indeed. Because again, we tell women in, in my 52 point inspection program, the women, I do educate women as well. There's a lot of women who watches me and they get educated by this. We do have women that have young boys that, that, that watches my show. We have a lot of women that say, hey, you made my relationship better by giving me at least another thought that I haven't considered. So there's women that watches me in silence. The reality is why women fail in relationships, because we're often told why men fail in relationships, but ladies, why women fail in relationships is number one, they don't know how to go from negotiating sex or intimacy when they're single and not applying that to a marriage. What they'll do, what they'll do is they've often been negotiating sex as a barter, as a tool, as a trade, as a means to get something. They have bartered and leveraged it as a single person. Then when they get in relationships, specifically marriages, they continue to barter them, barter sex. Now, in my opinion, this is dumb. This is how your relationship is going to fail. Ladies, you don't have to agree with me. However, your relationship is going to fail. Now, when it fails, you have only yourself to blame. You only have yourself to blame. Don't blame Jermaine on this one. This is going to be this is going to be all it's your all fault. Now, the reason why you're doing this is you did not get married for the right reasons. You married somebody who you weren't attracted to physically. You married someone for another reason. But then as time went on, you got posting up clarity and you really don't like the person sexually. With that being said, this is going to be your fault. You cannot take that into a marriage that is actually not even biblical. It's not Christian-like. It is certainly not religious-like. And it's certainly not ethical or moral. You're, doing, you're committing a crime within your marriage. If you want to negotiate something, negotiate something else, like something else that you bring of value. But you don't have nothing else of value, only your pussy. So you continue to use it as a negotiation tool, and that shows where your lack of depth is, and then that's how your relationship and marriage fails. You have nothing else to barter. You're bringing nothing else of value that he cannot do. Thus, that's the only thing you have. And since that's the only thing you have and you have really no interest really in him, you continue to barter and leverage it. Your relationship is going to fail if you continue to do it. I'm not telling you you don't. I'm not telling you you have to screw your husband. What I'm telling you is your relationship, your relationship is going to fail if you continue to do that. It's going to fail. Your guy has no incentive to stick around and he has no duty or burden to perform. And you're going to find out over time, your relationship is going to blow up. So you better figure it out or have your relationship blow up. Well, I don't have to give them. Okay. Your relationship is doomed to fail. Continue as such. If you believe that you don't have to do it, don't do it, but don't think your relationship is going to last. It's going to, it's going to implode. <laughs> it's going to implode right there on your head and you're going to figure out why I just told you why I told you why that's going to be one of the main reasons why <laughs> All right but keep doing you boo keep doing you shout out to your boy 
Kaylin says Chris Brown has three kids and three by three different women, but women won't care because he's Chris Brown. Again, rules for the what did they say? Rules for Brad, but not rules for Brad, but not for Chad. Guys, that's that's how it works. And women are like, but but what else do I barter? Well, if you have nothing else you bring, well, there, there you go. There's your answer. There's your answer. You have nothing else many times. Most women don't have anything else. No government name, coach. What advice do you have for a man that is trying to recover um, his finances after broke dating and tricking? Yeah, man. Monk mode is the win. It's the ultimate solution. It is the solution to your problems. So you have to get into a ultimate hustle. You don't realize not only did you lose money um, from broke dating and tricking, you also lost opportunity. There was an opportunity cost. This is where people don't understand opportunity costs because it simply can be said as compound. You compounded your problem by broke dating and tricking. This is why I encourage men to stop broke dating. But I don't want to wait. But you've compounded your problems by missing opportunities to apply things. And over time, those opportunities would have led to more opportunities. So it wasn't the cost that you lost directly. You also lost valuable time trying to be out here in a position that you had no leverage. So now it's time to go monk mode and you got to double down. Six months minimum, six months minimum. And you have to understand now you have to double that time. You almost have to triple it, 18 months. Because now you have to have the opportunity to compound anything that you start today. So now you're creating opportunities for yourself, but you're not going to be able to see the results of it. It's not going to be able to develop until 18 months, maybe two years down the line. When I'm, talk, when I'm talking to young men, I'm, this is what I'm telling you. And if you don't understand compound, we tell you the CPR method, compound, passive, and residual. Compound is very important. Opportunity cost, compound. So you take advantage of opportunities today. In five years, you're where you need to be if you're diligent and you're, and you're focused. But if, let's just say you don't do that in five years. You're like, man, oh, I'm going to just get free punani. In five years, you're going to end up in the same spot you were today, but you lost even worse. You lost five years of opportunities. Men, this is the answer. This is the answer. Okay? This is, the, this is what you're looking for. Because guys are trying to sell you, you're going to grow with women. Guys, this is 2024. <laughs> this is 2024. This ain't 1980 or 1990 or none of that shit. You're going to grow and matter. No, no, you're not. You're going to get leverage. That's the only way you're going to get that dub out here. You're going to get that dub. You're going to get the leverage. We got a couple more here. Asia's out of here. Shout out to you. Thank you, sister. Cody, wait a minute. Oh, I did I miss your early super chat? Floyd Holt. I got it. No, I didn't. I did. I did miss you, Floyd. Floyd Holt says first Dr. Thunder, then Dr. T. Hassan Johnson, and now Dennis Sperling is showing CGA love on YouTube. You're respected by respectful brothers on here. Shout out to those brothers, man. I got to get with those brothers. I, I did a collab with Dr. Thunder. I always say I need to collab with Dr. T. Hassan Johnson and Dennis Sperling. Shout out to all of those brothers out there. We're brothers out here trying to, you know, we're doing what we can. Young guys, you don't have to. 
You don't have to listen to me. But I always tell you I'm in a position where I know I'm speaking mostly power to men. And yes, I can flip this message and speak power to women and make way more money. I will never be demonetized. I have the capabilities to do so. I have the gift of gab. I have the charisma to charm. I'm excessively in my daddy mode. I'm daddy as fuck out Damn here. Daddy. So the women will listen and bow down. Ninja, I look like a short Viking, black ass, Viking ass warrior, <laughs> right? Mm. With a beard and all that shit. Women listen to me. In my life, in real life, off of YouTube, women be out here watching me hold church. I'm not out here fighting with strags. I say all strags should be genetically, uh, uh, what do you call it? They should be genetically uh, uh, breeded out. Straggle behavior should be, so I don't deal with strags. I'm not, I, I'm not out here arguing with women that want to argue with me. If you want to be a strag, be a strag. I can't take you, baby. You need to come in here, be humble, and you need to humble yourself in the side of CGA, and that's the first lesson in my 52-point program. Humble yourself in the side of CGA. You're here because you fucked your life up. Now I'm here to lead you to the promised land. Sterilize them, breed them out, get them out. I don't deal with strags. Strags, you want to come in, first thing you do, rip them damn eyelashes off your eyes before you come down here and bow down in humbleness in the sight of CGA. That's the first thing. I have a no argument policy with women. If you're here to argue with me, you're wasting my time. You're wasting my time. Get out. <laughs> if you're here to try to sit, find out where I'm wrong and poke holes in my theory, get out. We don't serve women like this. We don't breed with women like this. We breed them out. You take them out to the back like a pit bull that bit you. Pause. I have an anti-strag and anti-baddie policy. <laughs> Yo, that's how I work. I'm not here on the internet to argue with niggas and or old white men and or strags. You see, I don't engage in this shit. Hey, man, coach, they want to ba debate you out here. Who? This strag. I'm not debating a straggle. Who want to argue with me? This guy right here want to argue with, 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 with him. He want to debate you on your policies. I'm not debating no ninjas on YouTube. I say my shit and I walk the hell off. That's how it works. <laughs> right? And ladies, no shoes or socks when you come in. That's number one. So get your manis and your petties before you come to class. Shoes off, socks off, all of that shit. And I want to see ankles too. I want to see ankles, knees. That's how it works. <laughs> no makeup either. Come in without your makeup because, you know, check your makeup at the door. All right. You got to take off your super suit. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> women be like, <laughs> women put on a super suit and they put all their makeup and they get their hair done and they come in here and they got their super suit and they confident. They're like, I got my super suit. Da, 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 da. You can't argue me. Look, I got makeup. And I'd be like, take your makeup off. Take your super suit off. Now walk through the door with your feet out. Take your little, take, take your little toenail polish out. Come up, in, come up in here now. If you black, I keep the lotion bottle away. Like, don't put no lotion on. Don't put no baby oil on. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. You ain't got your super suit on. Now you humble. Yep, now you humble. Sit down. Take all that paint off your face and your nails. Sit down. Uh-huh. Take your hair out. Take that. Take them damn extensions out. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. 
Now everybody sit down. Now you up in here humble, looking at me with them thin-ass eyelashes. I got you. Sit down with your super suit off. Mm. <laughs> now, you want to argue me now, looking the way you look? You ain't got no powers, do you? Yeah. All of a sudden, you talking. All of a sudden, you listening now. <laughs> Legs ashy. Anyway. Mm. No wigs, no weaves, no eyelashes, no makeup. No hairy stitches, nothing. No push-up bras. Come in with a moo-moo. Everybody sit down. <laughs> Let me get back to the show. All right, I love y'all, man. And shout out to our brother Floyd Holt says, you missed my earlier super chat. Another respectable brother in the black manosphere space are showing you love. Shout out to Dennis Sperling. Thank you, brother. I did catch up. I did catch up. Thank you, man. All right, I'm going to get back to the show. Confidence out the window. Now you got no leverage and argument powers. <laughs> Let me get back to the show. And I love y'all. I say this in the spirit of love, but I say this in the spirit of leadership. I command thee to remove socks. Yes. Where we at? Uh, anyway, what do we got here? We got crime and law, CGA. We got a brother that sent me this here. This may have come through a screenshot. I'm going to try to read it. But um, remember I told you that Amber Alert, Amber Alert, Amber Alerts are sometimes used by baby mama terrorists against fathers in custody agreements. If there's a custody battle, if they don't like the father sharing custody time, the strag baby mama terrorists, and when I say strag, I'm not talking about black women. I'm talking about all women. There's all women of all races can be straggles. All right, I don't particularly target a single race of women. I will in one moment, but no. You know. But baby mama terrorists who cannot move on with their lives will use Amber Alerts in custody exchanges. If the father just so happens to be late on a custody return, she will panic and she will start calling Amber Alert. She will call 911. She's going to call the authorities, the the simp enforcers. She'll start calling the Department of Homeland Security, the ATF, the DEA, the CEA, CIA, the FBI, the RV Navy, Air Force, and Marine. All of them. She'll start calling all of these forces. And then somebody, you know, people, when I say this, people think, no, not really. And I say, yes, really. This is recently an Amber Alert. I think it came through uh, in Florida. I'm not sure where it came through. Yeah, Florida. This is recently an Amber Alert. This is a screenshot. And he says, coach is undefeated. Coach is always right. And yes, I am. Take a look at this Amber Alert. Now, I can't read the entire thing here. But this man, it says right here, narrative, a Florida Amber Alert has been issued for uh, uh, this young child here that is pictured there. I won't mention her name. Last seen in the area of the 1700 block in Clearwater Large Road North in Clearwater, Florida. The child may be in the company of the man here that you see here. They may be traveling in a 2017 gold Kia Sportage Florida tag, and they have the Florida tag. If located, do not approach, and blah, blah, blah. Now, I always tell you, these Amber Alerts are always specific. They're very specific. They got the license plate. They got the direction of travel. They got the car. They got the make, model, and year. They got the whole damn thing, and it just always reeks of, it always reeks of, how do they know so much information? Now, the Amber Alert, if you don't know, was intended for kids who get kidnapped and abducted, which there is a problem in our country of that. Thus, when a kid gets kidnapped and abducted, typically there's no one that's seen it. 
So a lot of times you didn't see the incident happen. So you definitely don't know the color, make, model, license plate. You're absent of information. But the Amber Alert seems to always have key details that lets me know this is a custody battle. And here we go. If you look at the names of the two individuals, that is the father, that is the daughter. Now, I don't know the situation here, but it is not a stranger abduction. This is definitely a relative. And I'm going to assume it's a father. Now, I don't know if they've cleared this up. I don't think this is an uncle. We got a 34-year-old man and an 8-year-old young lady. And uh, definitely we have resemblance here. We got brown and brown hair, brown and brown eyes. Okay, we have the same people here. They live in the same area, from the same area, from the same county. And it looks like the guy's over six feet, and we have a young child here. This is definitely, this is definitely a baby mama terrorist calling in. She's bitter. She got her panty in a bunch. And for some reason, she wants to pull his whole card and control him. You need to tell, you need to, can't be five minutes late. If you're five minutes late, I'm going to. So you got to watch out for these Ambler type of situations here. I wish there was data for us to look up to see how much this happens, but I'm going to guarantee you it happens a lot. It happens a lot, unfortunately, and the baby mama terrorist uses the resources of the system, the child support court, the family law court, attorneys, leech-ass attorneys, belly-crawling-ass leech-ass attorneys. They use the social services. They use the school. They use the daycare. They use the, the school, the, the athletic coaches, they, the teachers. They will use everybody to put dirt on the name of a father that is trying. Instead, they use systems that are intended for abduction of children by strangers or a relative that has abducted a child, like an uncle, right? And they abducted some boy or girl in the family and like, okay, Uncle Craig got crazy. But it's not the thing. Yeah, it's not what happens here, unfortunately. And we don't have a solution for this. I have a solution for them. We should arrest and lock up any women using these systems to get revenge on their baby fathers. Lock their asses up. That's what I would do. But we don't do it. Lock their asses up. Yeah, I mean, nothing actually happens. You don't ever see the guy apprehended on America Most Wanted. We found the guy. They don't do any follow-up. The news doesn't jump on the story and say it was a bitter baby mama, but nine times out of ten, I'm pretty sure bitter baby mama. Bitter baby mama. And she got uh, Lizette saying, and it's always the family members and the friends amping her up, putting a battery in their back. Y'all, and you know who it is? It's the mother-in-law, the monster-in-law, putting a battery in the woman's back. You need to call. You need to make sure you don't do. Meanwhile, the kid loses. The kid wants to be a kid. One thing about co-parents I'm going to tell you is you guys are not allowing kids to be kids. You're not allowing it. You're not allowing them to do it. You go through a divorce because you suck at relationships. You go through a breakup with your baby daddy or your baby mama, and then you put all of this bullshit on kids, and you wonder why these kids be out here fucked up. Let the kid be a kid. Let them play in dirt. Let them go outside. But by 12, they over here in Sephora trying to get they. Fa- this is a crazy man. And the kids end up losing. Disgraceful behavior by co-parents. Let's talk about more disgraceful behavior. Samantha Lee, who's one of your favorite YouTubers out here. You guys are a disgrace. You men in the Manosphere adjacent purple pill ass ninjas out here simping for Samantha Lee. Yes, you're simping for her. 
Now, just because I want to have her over here 10 toes up doesn't mean I'm simping. I'm just fixing the need. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking, why not? I ain't simping. But if she don't want to come over, don't come over then. But the same woman that's on here is out here in full on hypocrisy. Telling you ninjas what a real woman is and a real man is and what a real man won't do, what a real woman won't do. And she out here being the biggest baby mama terrorist on record, allegedly. Tyrese Gibson learning that love does cost. And he out here stealing my talking points on your videos. I know you watches me, Tyrese. I know you watches me. I've done plenty of videos on you. So Tyrese is going back to court. Why? Because in Samantha Lee's mind, he is not living up to the temporary court order. Well, I think it is a permanent court order, but he is appealing it because it is unfair, and he definitely got robbed here. And now she's holding the system against him, basically going to penalize him for contempt of court, essentially, because he's not paying the full amount. You would think that a woman that's collecting $10,000 a month could miss a payment or two. But nope, a baby mama terrorist straggle will use that income, not for the child, because it's unnecessary for that child to have that much money. She's using this for her lifestyle. She's using this for her budget. This is her income source, primary. And now she's mad. I don't know what Tyrese did to this woman. He didn't have to do anything. Okay? That's what a simp says. What did he do to her? He did nothing but love her and gave her the life, and she fumbled the bag, and now she's embarrassed. Samantha Lee taking Tyrese Gibson back to court for failing to pay mandated $10,690 monthly child support. And she's still on YouTube. She probably got more subscribers than me on than my main channel at this particular point. This is, this is crazy. Samantha Lee is taking Tyrese back to court for not paying their daughters. Their daughters, right? Court ordered $10,690 monthly in child support. Court documents from the blast revealed that Gibson paid less than half of the required child support in the amount uh, of, it, wait, child support amount in December 2023 and January 2024, despite the full amount being mandated. So she did, she missed two months, essentially really only a month of child support because he didn't pay the full amount. And the reason why he's not, because he doesn't want to fund her legal fees that he's paying. So he missed two child support payments. She dragging him back to court. This is a classic baby mama terrorist. She's one of the worst ones I've seen. She's one of the worst ones, and I know she watches my show. I know you watches my show. This woman's a demon at this point, allegedly. This is terrible. He missed two payments, and you taking him back to court? Terrible. Mm. Hey, Samantha Lee, why you gotta act like that? This is terrible, man. I'll tell you, this, and this is a power move. This is all about power. She is in her... Uh, uh, Scarlet Witch, this is hell, have no fury, like a woman scorn. What is going on? Is your YouTube checks not hitting? Them YouTube checks ain't hitting? Hey, Samantha, come on, man. Wowzers. It says Lee has previously taken legal action against Gibson for failing to pay child support once in March 2023 and again in July. This woman live up at court. Because he continued to neglect his financial responsibility towards his daughters. 
Wow. Really? He neglected his financial responsibility. How about you give up some custody time? I bet you you won't do that. I bet you you don't want to do that. I bet you you won't give up no custody time. You know why? Because that child support going to get severed in half. You know Tyrese want to see his daughter. And Tyrese, you, you listen, you, watch, you walk right into this trap. So I do have smoke for you, but I'm going to give you this one. You got a bad one. You caught a bad one, guys. You caught a bad one. After a hearing in October, Gibson was directed to make timely child support payments in the future. However, he has allegedly failed to do so uh, once more. Once. Lee is demanding. Okay, it has more options. Okay, he, he essentially made, missed one full payment. Less than half in December, less than half in January. I don't, we're, not even, we're not even through January yet. <laughs> so he's not technically late in January. I mean, he is, I think, you know. Man, be careful out here. But, of course, these simp-ass ninjas still going to be on her. I need to find a woman like you on her YouTube, man. <laughs> she like, give me my damn money. As soon as you don't pay the money, she up at court. I'm going to tell you, man, if women if, if women didn't have access to the family court, I don't know what these people would do. What would, what, what would family law attorneys do? Go bankrupt? <laughs> this is crazy, man. Love is not free. Let's go to the next one. I didn't know I was talking about it, but we'll do it. And we'll do it live. Remember, uh, I told you about this video. This is coming from uh, Eva or Ava and Javier. They do normie content skits. Shout out to them. They do good content. This one says, normalize women like this. Let's pay attention. Uh, let's put the volume up. Okay, volume. What's your sign? You don't give a shit about my sign. Come on, you're better than that. Here's my phone. Put your number in it. My favorite food's Italian. You're going to take me out to dinner this week if you promise not to ask me stupid questions like that. You're the man, so you're going to pick me up and pay for dinner. But this drink is on me. All right, uh, I'm going to get a copyright for that damn music in the background. But uh, did you see the skit? You saw the skit? A lot of guys think that, and these are really non-masculine men and men that are not gaining leverage. Not every man is going to get leverage out here. It's getting worse and worse and tougher and tougher. It's getting tougher and tougher. I do understand. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, but I, I think a lot of guys, if I can just, if I can just help one man overcome while I'm preaching to 2000 people a day, well, 2000 people in the morning, 2000 people in the afternoon. If I could just do one thing and get one guy to figure out that he can get leverage and options, that's all this means. I don't need all of y'all to get it. Some of y'all ninjas going to fall off. Some of y'all ninjas going to quit. Some of y'all ninjas going to tuck tail. Some of y'all ninjas going to be painting fingernails. Some of y'all going to return back to simping. Some of y'all going to be tricking. Some of y'all ninjas going to get married. Some of y'all going to be hempet husbands. I only need one person. I only need one guy to change his life for the better. That's what my message is. And if we get five, we get five. If we get 10, if we get 100, if we get a whole revolution, that's what we got. That's what we got. But y'all need to start standing up for y'all selves, for real. Some guys believe that if women did give us choosing signals, if women were more direct, if women approach men, that would solve the problem. And it won't. It won't. Do not hope for no shit like that. It shouldn't be that way. A lot of guys don't want me to see even say that. Coach, man, they should be doing this, and they should be doing that, and they should be paying 
I gave you the solutions to that. I say no. If you're going to date, pay the 100%. <laughs> pay the 100%. Because if you can afford it, it shouldn't mean that much. It don't mean that much to men out here doing it, standing on business, standing on a square. If you out here negotiating with broads, women are not to be negotiated with. You're losing leverage, opening your trap, trying to negotiate. Now, if she paying for you, that's a whole nother story. But don't think you winning out here either. Don't think that's a complete win. The leverage and options is the leverage and options. And do not shame men for using an advantage like money. That's weak ninja shit. At the end of the day, I was listening to BGS Ibmore, and he was doing a breakdown of a popular game dating coach, which is a grift. And he said, all men are looking for an advantage. Either through verbal, through masculinity, through body game, like you're getting your body fit, fitness, self-improvement, money. An advantage is an advantage. So if the advantage is something that you cultivate, like a skill or ability to get women to open their legs for free, that's an advantage. Similarly, money is an advantage. But you all kind of deal with the same bullshit. Women are fickle. So it don't give you an advantage where you're going to get 100% success. Game ninjas deal with low belly crawling, broke, knock knee, cockeyed, toothless bitches. That's what they do normally deal with. Every now and then, they'll get one good-looking woman, and then they think they're successful. So that's that. Now, that's their advantage that they're trying to gain. Men are trying to give women the advantage. And then they're trying to shame men that has whatever advantage that he's, he's attained whatever skill set, whatever leverage. Don't use your advantage. That's weak ninja shit. That's weak. If a ninja learn how to speak five languages, that's an advantage. And you're going to shame him for being over there speaking the Spanish. Can't do that, dude, if you didn't want to do the work. With this being said, y'all ninjas now want to give women the advantage by telling them they should approach men. In this situation, there's guys saying in the comment section, yes, we would love women to normalize women being out here picking the guy they want to sleep with. You got to be crazy. You got to be crazy. You don't want this. You guys need to stop being cowards. Now, that doesn't mean you need to start approaching them, but if you give this advantage to women, they're going to kick out 98% of men. <laughs> what? This is nuts. You don't want this. You don't have any chance out here. It's going to be death by snoo snoo, and it's going to be 10 ninjas fucking all the women. <laughs> you better learn how to become someone of value. That's important. You cannot take that away or just quit. Just give up, live your life, have fun, travel solo, live in the back of the woods. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not belittling it, but that's what you want to know. That's what it is. That's how it's going to work. If you think this is not going to happen, it's already happening today on dating apps. This is happening today. Statistically on dating apps, this is exactly what's happening because women can filter out 
and choose the guy they want and then let that guy engage. But he still has to have the gumption to sometimes, sometimes, sometimes he has to speak first. Let's go back. Somebody asked, asked, and I think it was a woman, how you know that that's what's going to happen? Let's go ahead and show you this video in case you missed it. Where's the Chris Brown video? In case you missed it, how do I know that's going to happen? Oh, let me see. That Chris Brown for real? Hi. No, no, hey, hey, Chris Brown, I love you so much. I would literally sing every single fucking day. I don't think you understand. Every day, nonstop, (laughs) constantly, all the time. Any single time you wanted it, I'd do it. Let me ask you a question. I'm flattered by that. Is too too he's young, man. You know, but like, I'm flattered though. I'm not lying. I'm how do you, so flattered. How do you get that though, bro? Like, why, 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 a girl's never said that to me one time in her life. I'm, I'm an old guy. I'm an old man now. I, bitch, I don't give a fuck how old you are. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me ask you a question. If you were dating a guy for a year uh-huh. and Chris came on monkey, was like, "Yo, I'll fly you out. Would you go?" Be honest. Just don't lie. Be honest. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, coach. Women will evenly distribute out to the mid-value men, the low-value men. They'll start approaching people on their level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll definitely happen. There's no way. There's no way that women wouldn't do such a thing. As a matter of fact, we do have proof over here. Yeah. We want rich guys with boats and black and six foot five. That's happening today. And if you think they're not choosing now on dating apps, on Instagram, they're, they're letting, they're letting these guys get it. So in this situation here, in this situation, y'all be mad as hell. Y'all women be mad as hell. They're out here choosing the winners. They're out here choosing the winners, giving uh, immediate access and then jumping back guys. And please don't let, the bell curve. Please don't let you use those two videos alone to try to prove my point. I'm here every day and I've proved my point so many times. I've used attractive women, ugly women, fat women, skinny women, women overseas, women in America, went old women, young women. I've used every form of woman to prove my point. And we can see it right here out in the open that that's what's happening. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. This is just one show. And one monkey don't start to stop the show. One monkey don't stop the show. The truth is the truth. And the truth is what it is. If women were responsible and women were given the option that they needed to approach, first of all, they're cowards. They would never do it. They're just as cowardice as these men out here. They can't handle rejection and their egos are super fragile. And they often project that on the men. Men are fearful, but women are cowards and they have what? They have fragile egos. They get rejected once and they would give up. (laughs) They get rejected once and they would give up, but that's what happens. I can't help you with that. All right, give me a second. One monkey is trying to stop the show. I wonder where where you guys are at that have wrenches, (laughs) right? Where are your wrenches at? Where's the wrenches is at? Okay, with that being said, let's go to the next one. Guys, do not ask women to approach that is anti-natural. It's anti-nature. Let's go to the next one right here. Love is not free. 
going out with my wife versus going out alone. Going out with my wife versus going out alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Hey, let's go out and do something fun, honey. Yeah. Uh, there he is right there. He's like, baby, hold up, man. You out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like, let me go out by myself. Yeah. You go out there. Yeah. There you go. Just her going out by herself. See, here's the thing that I find happening here, and I have to use this these things to kind of reiterate the same point. So I know you're hearing the same point, but this is called reinforcement. Women are not free. They expensive as a mother sucker. They be shopping. And most of the time you're going, I don't care what kind of con, what kind of um, relationship you have. It's going to cost. Trust me. I've been in relationships. I've been had girlfriends and wives and daughters and relatives. They are not cheap. They're impulsive which means let's do this and let's do that. Let's go out and have fun. They don't go out and have fun for free. When they're single, they go out and have fun for free. As long as they have a mate, a partner, a boyfriend, a husband, a sugar daddy, I don't care how it works. You're going to spend money. You're going to spend money. Men think when they're lonely and you're not in a good fiscal, uh, fiscal shape, you think that a relationship is your solution. And it's often going to be your problem. It's going to be your biggest burden. And it's going to cause a rift in your relationship. You had love, but then the money came into it. It's going to be tough. The rare woman will stick around and help you get out of these things. These are rare women. Take a look. Marriage and relationships are not free. Rel love is not free. Shit be adding up, guys. It adds up. Okay, it adds up fast. $20 here, $30 there. Let's go get lunch. We just sit in the house all day. By the way, look how he's dressed and look how she's dressed. I mean, he's wearing a basketball jersey. He looks a little bit, his, he, he got drip. She got her lazy woman outfit on. Leggings and, uh, what do you call those? Um, Little slides and socks. And so she's been sitting around getting fat, lounging around the house, and he over here. <laughs> oh, Lord. It is not even a, this is not even a, by the way, they're using this as a joke. <laughs> they're using this as a joke because the normies know it's true. When you go out by yourself, you can probably more likely not spend any money yet. Keep her at the crib. And do you see there's no furniture in that house? Yep, keep her at the crib. You go out with your girl, your wife, your love, your boot, your baby. It's going to cost, man. Fast. <laughs> He's dripping trash. Yeah, he he got he got he got white shoes on, so he got it dripped out. And then when they out with you, ooh, look, ooh, I want I want one of these. I want one of these. Oh, you want one of those? Going to get it, baby. You get to the checkout stand. Oh, oh that'll be fifty eight dollars. She looking at you like. 
Love is not free, but maybe it's worth it. And in fact, that's what it said on the caption right here. So true, but love is worth it. That's what you would have to figure out. You would have to figure out, is, is love worth it? Is it worth it? Oh, by the way, that's the front end cost. That's the cost. Well, that's not even the front end cost. That's the cost in the middle of your relationship. What's the cost after it? What's the cost after it? But that's Normie humor. But I use Normie humor to get my point across. You cannot deny this. Anybody that tries to deny this reality is foolish at this point. In fact, if you missed this part of the show, this is what it costs to raise a family. A family of four. Okay. Uh, marriage, relationships, love is not free. Sex is not free. You can have it for free, but it's only a matter of time, ass ninjas. All right, what do we got next? We have, oh gosh, we have this woman out here. I featured her before, so we only played the clip once. All the cosmetic procedures I got done in 2023 and how much they cost. As you can see, the woman here, I mean, she's not bad looking. Uh, but um, I did a video on her, her before showing her natural face versus this face. Uh, this woman, you can see, has a filter. And of course, if you see a woman like this, if you see a woman that looks like this, no, she's not cheap. Okay, what do I see here? I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break. Let me let me play her video, then I'll break it down, and I'll show you the telltale signs. Let's go over all the cosmetic treatments I got done in 2023 and how much they cost. Botox twice a year. I got it in my Levens, my Frontalis, and my Crows. Botox done in my Masseters, as well as a Lip Flip twice a year trap Botox, which helps so much, and I've been getting that done twice a year as well. I get about one syringe a year in my lips just to maintain the shape. I get Vobella in my lips, and like I said, I get it done once a year. Instead of doing a little bit more cheek filler because I wanted a nice pop, I actually started dabbling with Sculptra. So I did two vials of Sculptra. I do vampire facials three to four times a year. I believe I did it four times this past year, but I added in something different, which is exosomes. I highly recommend, obviously vampire facials are great, but now incorporating these exosomes, it just takes it to a whole nother level. And then the wonderful CO2. I do CO2 only on my under eyes three times a year. Let's go over all the cosmetic treatments I got done in 2023 and how much they cost. Both all right, so uh, let me pause it right there. You guys heard what it was there and you know, all of that to look like this. You know, you would think she would look like the most beautifulest woman in the world. She's she's not bad looking. She's not bad looking. But if you saw her previous photo, like before she did all of this, she did not look like this. She looked, you know, maybe a two point notch down on the scale. Now, this woman is either Persian, Middle Eastern and or a Latina. I can't really tell. But if you're dealing with Middle Eastern women, just know that this is kind of part of the lifestyle and culture, especially on the West Coast. And they're very expensive. They've adapted to this marketplace. They be having plastic surgeries and shit. And they still put the hijab on if they're a Middle Eastern. So they have it all under there. They be doing the Botox and they wrap their face up. Yep, they do. Um, but if this is the case, you guys know that these particular cultures, um, people from this culture are particularly hairy. Like they have hair. They grow hair very, very aggressively in bunches and it's thick hair. Um, a, a Latina or a Middle Eastern woman is going to have hair growth in places that I do not see where she has it. Okay, she does not have it. Meaning that um, if you see, if you want to find out if this woman is uh, kept or expensive, you would see hair growth 
right here on the uh, occipital protuberance of the <laughs> right here. You will see hair growth right here. There's going to be right here. Uh, let me see if I can point it out. Right here on the uh, this bone right here, which is the um, oh man, I'm missing out the word right here. They're going to have hair. This this hairline would not be this rigid and crisp. They're going to be hairs right here. There might be one of the a cowlick. There might be a little vampire hair in the middle right here. They're going to be hair all near her eyebrows right here. They're going to be sideburns. She'll have sideburns and shit. She'll have hair on the back of her neck down unto her back. Okay. Down in the lumbar regions and shit on the cheeks. Now, if you see this, if you don't see this, and the woman looks what we would say cult ethnic or racially ambiguous, this is another, you know, we live in a racially ambiguous culture. You can't really put your, where are you from? You can't really tell. And she don't have a unibrow. And she don't have hair underneath where that mascara going right here. That little, that little highlight going right there. That woman is expensive. That's all. Yeah, she don't have a mustache. This is an expensive woman. And her forehead is shiny. This is an expensive woman. I would automatically know right off the bat that this woman is expensive. I don't see no sideburns. I don't see no hair growing out of, of her ear or below near where her ear is. She don't have the little Eddie Munster vampire shit right here. She don't have hair right here. Let me go ahead and show you. She don't have hair right here and right here. She don't got hair on the back or all up in the back like this. Expensive. Just to let you know, Ninja, when you approach her, Ninja, you this is a this woman ain't cheap. And when now we got the sculpt and the injections and the lips to even deal with. You gotta understand that, bro. That's your wallet gonna be in pain. She looking for a high value target. Now take her take a look at her arms. Look at her arms. If she don't have no hair on her arms, dark hair. She expensive as hell. Expensive. So if she's Persian, Middle Eastern, if she Latina, and she don't got hair on her arms, ninja, hey, and you think you getting it for free? <laughs> you ain't getting shit for free. She ain't she done giving it for free. You ain't a high value ninja. She ain't giving you nothing for free. That ain't no freebie. She should have hair on her arm. If she got hair on her arm, she gonna have hair on her lower back. She might have an afro out of her booty cheeks. That might be a freebie. That might be a freebie. <laughs> you gonna see her. Yep. If she's smooth, I always call him hairless monkey. If she look like a hairless monkey, she expensive, fam. She expensive. That's an expensive woman. That woman got waxed and, and shaped up and all of that. <laughs> they expensive. You guys gotta look out for these telltale signs, but you see them and they forehead glowing and gleaming. You like, oh, wow. Boy, she looks pretty. Because she didn't remove all the hair from her lip and her beard and her mustache and her sideburns. And you're like, wow, she really stands out. She's standing out because she didn't been waxed and maintained. Her, she ain't got no unibrow. She ain't got no unibrow. Nah, fam. She ain't got, look, she ain't got no hair right under here, right here. It's all clean. She put some makeup right here. I don't even know what they call this part right here. Right here. Where, where, they don't put no makeup right there and her hair or shit is shaped up. Ninja, that woman is expensive. I'm rich, bitch.
Now, <laughs> white women typically dodge this because they typically have fair hair, so it's not as noticeable unless the sun is shining on their face. You can only catch it if the sun is shining on their face, so it'll look like peach fuzz. But their hair is so fair, they get away with it a lot of times, so they don't do this type of maintenance, and sometimes they have curly hair, thick hair, or long hair, and it hides it. It hides these areas, so you might miss it on the fair-haired person. All right, but uh, yeah. It's, it's what it is. So she ain't lying about this, guys. Love is not free, and these women are for sale. Once they do this, they have now put a price on their participation. Botox twice a year. I got it in my Levens, my Frontalis, and my Crows. Botox done in my Masseters, as well as a lip flip twice a year. Trap Botox, which helps so much, and I've been getting that done twice a year as well. I get about one syringe a year in my lips just to maintain the shape. I get Vobella in my lips, and like I said, I get it done once a year. Instead of doing a little bit more cheek filler because I wanted a nice pop, I actually started dabbling with Sculptra. So I did two vials of Sculptra. Two vials? <laughs> Let me see if I can find out what she looks like. She does have a picture of what she looked like before and after. Oh, this is a... Uh... Oh, she's a, um, okay, she's from Orange County. I, how did I know? She's from Orange County. I mean, she looks like she's in Orange County. So, dude, the price on this woman, she got a price on her head that y'all can't afford. I'm just letting you know. And that, now, I'm not saying she should have that price. I'm just telling you. In her mind, she got a high price. And y'all going to be like, well, she shouldn't. And it's, I, I'm not telling you what she should or shouldn't do. I'm just telling you what is. There, let me see here. It looks like she is the actual injector. Maybe she's not. She possibly could be. I'm trying to find the before and after picture of her. She does have them on her page. Let's see here. Give me one second. She looks like she does the injections on clients, so that's why she has access to those type of things. She's the doctor. Is she a doctor? She an engineer doctor. Uh, yeah, this is her right here. That's her right there. And her name is... Well, I'm not going to tell you. Well, her name is Miranda, so she's Latina. That's a Latina-based name, so that's definitely going to be where she is. Somebody says she a whole white woman. That tells me you live on the East Coast because everybody's white if they ain't black. All right, here we go right here. But I told you she was either Latina or a Middle Eastern, and I was right. Uh, this is her putting on her. There it is right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know what she's doing, but yeah, man, this is, uh, I don't know what she's doing to herself, but, uh, there's some free promotion for her. I'm trying to find a picture of her side by side, or what she looked like prior. Give me one second. I'm going to find it. Oh man. She got a chemical skin peel. Yeah. They well, do women, especially on the West coast. They, they spend a lot of money on stuff like this. Oh, by the way, let's just say the more money you make, the more money she's going to spend. I can't find a before and after. I can't, I can't find it. But in her mind, because she can do this and based on her talent, skill, and education, guess what? She, and her, she believes she deserves a guy way up here. This alters the marketplace significantly. And she's, she's cheating the system, right? By, by doing what she's doing, she's cheating the system. But again, is she cheating or does she have an advantage? She's creating an advantage. All right, next clip. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. This is the most helpful. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal says this. 
This kind of goes with the subject matter. But this also goes with the cost. Shaquille O'Neal says this, and let me know if this sounds familiar. Open up to a woman? Yeah. Never. No, never. What? These music's in the background. I can barely hear the content. When's the last time you think you've opened up to a woman? We don't. Yeah, your whole life. Bro, I'm telling you. Man, we've got players like, like I, I could, me and him related. Yeah. It's our first time meeting, yeah, but I, I did. Tell you yeah, guys, yeah, there's no, some no. connection here. No, no. And yeah. they're going to tell you you can't. Because you know why? It's a trap. Because you know what? I'm trapped. No, no. Like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah. This music in the background just this type of pisses me off. But anyway, <laughs> right? Pisses me off. All right. So uh, Shaquille O'Neal says, never open up to a woman. And he says, you know why? Because they're going to use it against you. Now, this is obvious. This is obvious stuff that we um, tell men. And we do have a movement of women that want men to express themselves. And I'm trying to give you the secrets out here to help you understand is that if you do this and you're in love with the woman and you open up to her, yes, she can use it against you. She might use it against you in an argument later on down the line. She might say, that's why your daddy don't love you. Um, That's why you used to piss in the bed when you was in high school. That's why you went full Jalen, Jalen, whatever Jalen. I can't remember his last name and you was boning your teammate, right? Whatever you open up, Deepest, darkest secrets, they're going to be used against you. So don't get involved in that. That is a tactic of manipulation to get information from you that could be used and leveraged against you. And trust me, it will. If it's used against you in a heat of the moment, it could be used against you in a lawsuit. I suggest that men do not do this. So Shaquille O'Neal is giving you some red pill facts, an old red pill facts, something that we share for a long time. If you do this, it's going to cost you. Not Jalen Rose. It was the other guy, Jalen Green. Jalen Green. And an immature man that is emotional already will attempt to open up emotionally to a woman because she gear, she uses that. Hey, I want to communicate. I want to open up. You open up. You're, you have a wall. You, I can't get through to you. Guys, their, their purpose is not to get through to you. Like, they don't need to get through to you. They want to get through to you. But you're, you're giving them an advantage significantly that you cannot pull back once you open that door. That's the problem. You open that door to them, you can't pull the information back. You can't pull that vulnerability back. Then if she uses it against you, you're going to be upset. And they will. They will. That's how they work. Very rarely will she keep this shit to the grave. You got to be El Chapo out here for that shit to happen. Women have squealed on men and snitched. And turn state's evidence against men since the beginning of time. Point, tattletale, rat it. You got to understand your relationship ain't going to last forever. The, li- the likelihood that it will is slim to none and slim just died. So with that being said, if you've opened up to her, she going to use it against you likely. Now, who does she want to open up? It's not you sucker MCs out here. She wants strong men to be vulnerable. She wants weak men to manipulate. But strong men, she cannot manipulate strength-wise, so she's got to get him to open up about something. That's how she can get in there and gain equal footing, equal ground. She's actually aroused by strong men who show points of vulnerability. This arouses her. Simply put, what they ask of men is typically not not of all men. We have to understand this. This is a lesson. If they ask, 
if, if a woman says, or a group of women, we want men to do X, Y, and Z, she's describing a small percentage of men, men she's attracted to, men that have leverage, men that are masculine, men that are great performers in bed, men that are large, men that are celebrities and status. Not you sucker MCs, not you male titty having ass ninjas, not you pot belly ass ninjas, not you belly dumb lapped over your belt ninjas, not you soft ninjas, not you Gen X or Gen, Gen Z square painting your toenail ass ninjas, not you. She's talking about men that are strong, men that are masculine. I like a guy, I like a guy that can make me feel safe, that cuddles, that expresses themselves, that opens up to me, that's funny, that buys me gift. She's talking about the top of the top. She ain't talking about you monkey-ass ninjas. So then what you'll do is to gain an advantage, this is why people simp, is they'll be everything but masculine, they'll be everything but strong, and they'll say, women like funny guys, women like uh, emotional guys, women like men that paint their fingernails and toenails. You'll lead with that, and that's how you get caught simping. Mm. They don't want they don't want you to lead with it. They want you to be a man first and then have some of those qualities so that they can then equalize themselves or they can feel connected to you. Being connected to them is important. They don't want goofies. They don't want ninjas with plaque on their teeth. They don't want ninjas that got dandruff on their shirt. They don't want ninjas that don't care for themselves. They don't want guys that, don't, that, 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 that are consider, considering going from monk mode to hot bitches. That's not what they want. Mm. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you because they can't tell you. I'm here to tell it to you because they can't tell you. I'm telling you that that's what's going to happen out here. That's what's happening. It's the reality. Everybody go see the dentist this weekend. All right, let me do the super chats, and we're going to end off with the main event. Thank you, man. Do me a favor. Hit the like button because they really are shadow banned. We got 2.3. We got 2.4 thousand people watching me live between the Free Agent Lifestyle channel and the Notorious CGA channel. We also have Rumble, Twitch, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, live at the same time, on the same time, same bat channel. All right. Yeah, man. And we also have Spotify and Google and Apple, all the podcasts. I think Anchor, all of that shit, man. We worldwide out here. We worldwide. All right. Let me get to the Super Chats, catch up, and then give you that main event. The main event is going to be Insatiable and Confused Women. Okay. Why Insatiable, why women's insatiable behavior and nature is going to lead them to more confusion. By the way, if you're an older woman watching me, protect your neck. I'm coming for your neck. Pause. (laughs) Right there we go right here. He says, Coach, why you dissing? And I'm dissing you because I'm young and I'm strong and I'm capable of being. Uh, Well, that was some LL Cool J records uh, uh, information. By the way, men should challenge other men. I'm not dissing you, but if the shoe fits, wear it. Shout out to No Government Name says, if you get married or start a family, that's fine, but you're either a cuck Mitch Ninja or you're a very masculine man that are like the ones back in the day with leverage and options. You can't be both. That's a fact. That's a fact. In fact, just so as a point of reference or instruction, do you know, guys know that men that have high testosterone, we'll just call them masculine, just as a bookend term, 
you lose testosterone in relationships. And when you have children, you must know this. You must know this. I'm teaching you this so you're aware of it. You should be aware of it. You know what I mean? When y'all be caking and cuffed up, y'all be cuffed up with your girl and y'all be like, hmm. You be all, lay your head on my pillow. And you be, it feel good, don't it? And you putting your hand on her titty, you like, oh my goodness. Oh, she all soft. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. When you move in with a woman, you hang around with a woman as your best friend and you have children, your testosterone plummets. Down. It's going down. You become a father, it goes down. Why? Yep, you hold a baby. Testosterone plummets. You got to have a plan for that because you're going to start simping. You ever see a married dude come on here? And the first mar- the married dude come on on any masculine post, he comes in with his marriage bullshit. Why? His testosterone going down. It's true. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up, but I'm going to tell you why it happens. This is just nature. The way that the reason why that happens is because that allows you to stay around your children. It bonds you to your family and you're more likely to stick with your family and want to be around your children and raise them and not eat them and not kill them and not kill the woman. (laughs) Okay. And the nature of beast will most likely like, oh, this shit's expensive. Do you guys know women used to do that, by the way? Women used to delete, they, they still delete their kids. But the reason why your testosterone decreases, it makes you more likely to participate in monogamy to focus on your family. You bond. You bond to your kids. You bond to your wife. You start caking and loving. And that's what it is. That's all it is. It's just bonding. It's just a bonding strategy by nature. <laughs> all right. All right, but, you, but, but if you had it and you get in tough times, you yeet your kid. Yeet. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Just so I can tell you here, because there's a lot of new people. I've covered this a lot. Testosterone decreases uh, with children. And also your aging as well. So aging as well is going to allow you to be more likely to bond. This is why when you get older, your testosterone decreases. Then you want to get monogamous and marry some of these old straggles. Okay, here we go right here. Uh, according to science right here, uh, right here, fatherhood decreases testosterone. Lowering hormonal thermostat may help men be better parents. That's exactly what I just said. So right there, when you become a parent, you bond more with your kids as opposed to being out here in these damn streets, all right? In these streets. Okay. When you out here, when you got so much testosterone, you ain't about to take care of your kids. You trying to go get some punani. And you end up with a big old dad bod. You get a, you end up with a dad bod because you ain't working out no more. You don't care about your body. You bonding with your kids. You bonding with your 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 wife. And it says right here, this is Scientific American. Fatherhood lowers testosterone, keeps dad at home. A new study finds that levels of testosterone, the macho sex hormone, drops in new fathers. Drops. So so there it is, right there. There's the data. By the way, I've been doing this for five plus years. Please, when I say something, please understand I've done a show on it already. And I know there's new people and you're like, really? This can't be true. 
I, I'm I'm speaking a truth that sounds crazy to you. I've already done the research. I've done the shows on these. Like I'm repeating myself a lot. I know I'm new to you, but this is not new to me. Please trust me on this shit. <laughs> All right. uh, anyway, and not only that, I've experienced it on in my own self. I've experienced it in my own self. Uh, this is nature. Nature dictates all the rules. All right. This is not a logical thing all the time. And it's not emotional. Nature governs everything, right? Nature governs everything. It also dictates what we do. Nature, culture, these things have high influence over us. Not necessarily our thoughts and our beliefs and our feelings. Nature and culture is dictating almost everything we do. Feelings and logic comes into it, into play. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, let me see here if I'm going to pull this up here. I know I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to it. Let me see here. And then relationships. Uh, let's see here. It says right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, relationships, the effects of relationship status on on men. Testosterone. And they said right here. Uh huh. A new study finds that testosterone generally remains at single man levels until the couple has dated for more than a year. Okay, so you're dating more than a year. So your testosterone remains at single man level until couples have been dating for more than a year. This explains a lot. This explains a lot, right? So what tends to happen? First time, first you're with your woman. You want to, you're like, man, should I do this? Should I commit? And then what'll happen is you'll be clap, you'll be clapping her cheeks. She'll flood you with sex. You won't look out elsewhere. But there's still the streets are still calling you. You still want to go out there. You're still looking at women, right? But oh, after a year, scientifically, nature-wise, your testosterone starts to dip. Coinciding with this, the woman starts having less sex with you. After a year or two in your relationship, there's far less sex. She's far less attracted to you. Sometimes this can be because you're less masculine. You weren't the man you were before. Now you done cut your hair. You start listening. Now you out here clipping flower petals. Now you out here doing this simp shit. And she like, what happened to you? Right? So cohabitating is going to lead to a decrease in your testosterone. And, or I say it can scientifically. So new relationship men, new relationship men, here it is right here. Men in committed romantic relationships have lower testosterone. Now, I just proved my point, and you can, um, you can say, you can say that this is also, you know, um, case by case. This is not an always. There's variations in between the person. It is what it is. But this is a nature game. <laughs> it's a nature game out here. After one year, y'all be caked and coupled up, and then what happens? The guy relaxes. He stops doing what he usually does. He stops working out. He stops being that guy. He stops being the man. Also, competition anxiety. What happens? He stops pursuing other women. The woman feels it. Over time, she's going to recognize that. This man is a lame. He has no other option. I'm the only one. So she starts to treat you like that because he knows you ain't out here being a gorilla and Godzilla and Megillah gorilla. 
And so then naturally she's going to treat you like you ain't got no options. You ain't that dude. Naturally, she's not going to be that aroused. It's it's a whole nature game here. If you know this going in, you can actually you can actually plan for this. But if you deny this, you're a fool. You, you don't deny it. This is a game we play by. We this is a game that we play and we try to rational or emotional our way out of it. And it's not, it's just nature. It's just nature, how nature works against us, or really how nature works for us. Like we want to bond and be with family and kids. We want to do these things. You become less, less aggressive. You become more neutered. She becomes more aggressive. She becomes more distant. She then begins to bargain sex because she's no longer attracted to you like you were before on the fringe. It is, you know. I do this for you, but do your own research. What do we got here? Cody Draper says one of the biggest mistakes in society is centering everything around emotions, particularly when it comes to women's emotions. That's a fact. That is a fact. I don't think we should be doing that, although emotions are important, but centering around women's emotions is not good. Face fact says generation, uh, generation mother raised. Women are not good parents. They're not. They even admitted, by the way, he says, if you say I hate women that if you say I hate women, then you hate children. The truth is the truth. Okay, the truth is the truth. Uh, women admit that they're not good parents. Damn, you can like a comment. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't know you can like a comment. You can like a super chat. Never even knew that. That's some new shit. But by the way, women. um, Women admit they're not good parents because in the absence of the father. They will say the kids got screwed up, right? These, these kids are struggling because the father's not there. So in essence, you're incapable of raising children on your own. If the, if the father's importance is that, if the father is that important to raising kids and his absence is not there, that means you're incapable of raising children. Mm. And the data proves it out. I mean, this is not even an argument. What do we got? Joe Jones says, uh, CGA, did you see Shawnee O'Neal, Shaq's ex-wife, cheated on her current husband, who was a pastor two weeks before the wedding. Pookie paid $50,000 to smash. I did hear that. I did hear that. I didn't want to even cover it because I didn't know who they were talking about. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Andre 416 Reform, those goofy game ninjas got cooked by... Shout out to um, BGS Immore. Janice Aries says, good show. Here in St. Louis Metro, there's an Amber Alert every month involving a baby mama BS. All the time. All the time. Chadwick Fairbanks, Chadwick says, went with my Kaylee to the injector yesterday. Chin, cheek, lip filler. Two and a half syringes was 17 50 that's 1750 she does botox every quarter for 1250 that's 1250 dollars new extensions uh between weeks or i don't know what that means there new extensions i think each week will be 2500 dollars a month 20 2500 semi-annual semi-annual five thousand dollars um yeah yeah Women are not free. Um, and I'm just, in my opinion, I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a 10. 
for the men. There's no such thing as a 10. There's a woman that has worked herself up to a 10. She's got a guy paying for her to be a 10. She's either using her money to be a 10 or a 9. Even the 9s are somewhat not an actual thing right there. But yes, I mean, and I don't fault them for doing this. It is what it is, but um, they can't afford this. They can't afford this upkeep. Typically, their solution is then going to be finding guys that are on their level or above. But uh, Botox every quarter. So what is that? Um, That's going to be $5,000 a year on Botox. Uh, Is she white? Yeah, you said she's a Kaylee. Kaylee's be up here, man. In today's world, White women are very much into this, the, the injections. Yeah, man. I mean, you cannot trust them. You cannot trust their appearance, meaning that, yeah, they, they spend a lot of money on these things. It is what it is. And you can tell the ones that don't. You can tell the ones that don't, meaning that the ones that don't do it, they age rapidly. They age naturally. They age naturally. They age naturally, meaning that they, they, they um, like the ones that don't do it, you'll be calling her a five. <laughs> you'll be like, she a five, she a four. But that's what she really looks like as she ages. And they typically age rapidly after 25. That, that is white women typically age very rapidly and poorly. They'll get bags under their eyes. You know, their skin won't be as, um, 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 what do you call it? The, the elasticity in the skin will loosen up. They'll start to get under here where it looks like this just to get the frown line. They'll get the frown line down here, right here at the lip, at the edge of the lip. That looks like they're pouting. You're like, why are you sad? They're not sad. They just have a line developing right here, a frown line there. They'll get jowls. All right. They'll, their skin will look unhealthy, blotchy if they are in the sun, sunbathing. It happens fast for them. I mean, it's rapid. It's like, damn, 25 to 32, it'd be bad. Like they in the G-Force airplane. Yep, they'll dry skin. Their hair will turn into straw. That's why they got to cut their hair off. You ever see older women? They don't have long hair. White women, they got to cut their hair off because it'll turn into straw. <laughs> uh, typically, the wall scenario is mostly what, what I would call a white manosphere talking point. Because when they say women going to hit the wall, that's what they talking about. They talking about they're talking about their their counterparts. White manosphere guys are talking about white women. The wall typically doesn't apply as aggressively to other races of women as it does apply to white women, who was the true intent of the the looks wall. Because then black women are just coming here like, uh, uh-uh, uh, black don't crack, and Asian women will show up at fifty. Like, what you talking about? She'll be looking like a twenty one year old, an Asian woman. She'll have her long hair. She'll be petite. She won't be overweight. She'll be way across the room, and you cannot tell if the Asian woman is 21 or 50. From way over there, you can't tell. She looks like she could be in college from way back here. Now, when she turns around and you get a look at her face, then you can be like, oh, okay. (laughs) So people will counter the wall argument with racial, you know, melanin women will say, no, that's not true. I still look good at 39. But white guys were talking about white women at 26 without Botox. <laughs> so that's who they were talking about on the looks wall. By the way, the wall is the wall is biological. It has really nothing to look, do with looks. It does, but it doesn't. All right, anyway. 
the wall is mental. The wall is a also uh, financial, but it's mostly biological, meaning that the fertility wall. And by the way, you guys want to know, the wall was not made up by the manosphere. The, the manosphere did not come up with the wall. The, the doctors, physicians, OBGYNs, gynecologists came up with the wall. That's the things that we don't do, and I'm here to teach it because I've been in the sphere either as a listener, a contributor doing donations, and or a contributor doing shows. The physicians came up with the wall. OBGYNs came up with the wall. So when we talk about the wall and whether it exists, doctors came up with the wall. And they'll tell you, and a good gynecologist will tell a woman, she'll walk in there and say, I'm 38, I want to have kids. And the doctors will say, ma'am, you hit the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You hit the wall. What are you talking about? Get real, ma'am. Now, of course, there are exceptions to the rule. There are women that fertility does not hit the wall at 38. It can be extended out with no help. Some women need help. Some women need to have froze their eggs at 32 to help. So there's also that. And that's when people will say, no, I was able to healthily have kids at 45. You're rare on the bell-shaped curve. You're the exception to the rule. You're not the rule. You're the you're you prove the rule that it is probably not. Um, you're probably a an extreme, extraordinary example of it working. Most women, it does not, especially when you start applying race again. You start applying race and culture. You're an exception to the rule for sure. And is it even a good idea for you to do this? That is even another conversation that the doctors need to have with you. Is this a wise decision? Is this a selfish decision? Is this a risky decision? Yes, this is a geriatric pregnancy. It is risky. You will be put on a high-risk pregnancy list if you're that age having a child. So again, you could have it successful. Doesn't mean there's no wall. The wall is the wall. Whether you can do it and overcome it and climb over the damn wall is another conversation anyway. Just because you got the extra money for a high-risk geriatric pregnancy and you, you, you make it work, is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> anyway, where are we at here? Johnny John says, monk mode or get a Yex doll. He says, invest in yourself, man, always. Kevin, the software tester comes in after court. You should do a review of the 9-11. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be Liddy. Liddy. Uncle Mel show, I'm married, but my testosterone and libido go crazy. Hell, I'm 41 years old and my 28-year-old Dominican be saying, Poppy, no mas. Yes, you're, you're going to be on the rare side for sure. And you have some, what? You have a great, um, we call it a muse, or you have a great person to actually keep your enthusiasm up. A 21-year-old, I'm sorry, 21, I was being hopeful. A 28-year-old Dominican, 28-year-old Dominican, you're 41. That'll keep your libido up. That'll keep your libido up. A Spanish mommy, that's going to keep your your Dominican. That's going to keep your libido up. Now, let's just say you were married with a 44-year-old wife. You're going to show up. She's going to want to put hands on hips and... 
if the woman was the same age as you, highly likely your testosterone would be to the floor. Why? Because you'd be looking at the Sogmeister. You'd be looking at the Sogmeister with the lip frown down here. You'd look at the woman with the face turned upside down, and you'd be like, maybe I don't think I got it. <laughs> All right, passport gang gang in the building. And he says a brother died from a heart attack on his wedding day an hour after saying, I do. They were both unhealthy looking. Ninjas take care of your health. Wow. Be careful out there. I am going to get to the main event at some particular point. Be careful out there, man. Take care of your health. Past 35, start seeing the doctor. What do we got here? We got Marluxia. I can't pronounce it, but it says change my life around because of you. So thank you. Thank you for that, man. Thank you. Or lady, I can't tell. Scope says, one person you showed the way, thank you. Shout out to you. All right. We got we got multiple men that have taken this message and become better. But I'm not here to fight men. Not on this. It's pointless. We got a couple more. We got our brother here, the Pittsburgh mogul, 100% on point CGA. Testosterone matters. He says, as does GH. That's growth hormone. Turned 52 last year. Started medically. Uh, supervised HRT. He says, gym results much improved, ready for the summer 2024. Men, keep your health and finances on point. On point. That is vital in this day and age, guys. Um, also, you're going to start, uh-oh, PayPal, did they, did they cancel me? They probably canceled me again. You guys are going to start losing energy and uh, as you age. You're going to lose testosterone and energy. This is natural. This is natural. And you must be prepared for it. This is why I always encourage you to get started now while you're young. Trust me, I'm 48 years old. I turned 49 this year. In nine calendar months, I'll be 49 knocking on 50's door. I'm probably a rare exception for a person approaching 50, but people are living more healthy. I took care of myself in my 30s. In my 20s, I was, you know, moving around and I was working hard. So this is why I'm not all messed up at 50 at this particular moment. I'm hoping to be in good health and I'm going to work to be in good health. What I'm going to tell you is do not wait to get going in your mid-30s. It's too late, Ninja. <laughs> You're going to have to figure it out. This is why men are often measured by women as where you are or where you're headed, potential. Because if you're not there yet, or you're not headed there, the chances of you heading there is slim to none. Because when you wake up at 35, you're going to be like, mm, damn. It ain't going to be like when you're 20. Ninja, I didn't even have to stretch. I get on the basketball court. It's out here just wet. No stretching, no nothing. 35, it was like, all right, let me warm up a little bit. Let me warm up. But it was still good. 40, you're going to have to think about it. Your energy's done. Meaning that if I want to start building my life and start carrying shit and working blue collar, you're not going to start in your 40s. You're least likely going to avoid those jobs to help you build to go to the next level. Staying up late is probably not going to happen as much. It's going to take you harder to recover. Alcohol. It's going to take you harder to recover from. This is why people are cool when they drink when they're 24 and they are look fucked up when they drink when they're 44. You ever see dudes when they drink and they 44, they look sloshed. 
They look terrible. But when you're 24, you look cool. You can recover. You up the next day going to work. At 44, you have a hard night's drink. You're going to look like freaking um, Herman Monster's daddy. <laughs> you're going to look like Herman Monster's daddy. So you can't just start. I'm going to start. I'll start when I'm 40. Nah, bro. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Uh, uh, keep, your start, keep your pace and your exercise up now as you're young and don't lose it. That don't mean you have to go super hard and be lifting 225, 15 reps. It doesn't mean that. But don't, don't think you're going to have a full tank of energy in your 40s. You're lucky, man. You're lucky if you have a half tank, right? A half tank. And I'm, the, I'm an exception. If you look at 40-year-old men in my cohort, Ninja, I'm in great. I'm in a great shape. I'm in great shape, great physical shape, great mental shape. Um, you know, my cognitive abilities are pretty good. I don't have arthritis. I do have memory lapses when it comes to names and locations. Okay, my skin looks good. Now, I'm going to tell you, a lot of older women be like, or women my age, or women younger than me, oh, them young girls don't want you. Okay, if you lined up men my age across the board, <laughs> Right? This is why I don't give a fuck. If you took and said, all right, let's line up 50, 48-year-old men. I ain't at the bottom, and I sure ain't at the middle. I'm at the head of the class. <laughs> In a lot of ways, I'm at the head of the class. and I am the exception in this mother sucker. For real. And I can prove it. Ninja, I can do the science experiment. Do it. And then make, a, then make these men do push-ups, pick up boxes for about 20 minutes, see if they can touch their toes, check their bank account, check their mental health stability, check their ability to fuck, <laughs> see if they can get hard, ninja paws, and just see if they can get hard without Cialis or Niagara. I'm in great fucking shape. <laughs> At my age, shit. I'm in the top tier of my age group, Ninja. 95 percentile in this mother sucker. <laughs> what? Ask him to run a lap without dying. All right, run around a track two times without dying. Please. And do it fast under this amount of time. I'm in the head of the fucking class. The hell? <laughs> Don't try to at me. Anyway, yeah, ask him to lift, uh, uh, ask him to lift 135 five times out of the fucking class. All right, anyway. All right, anyway, uh, let's get back to the show. Kalen says, Coach, I'm sure you would agree that for a man to be the best father he can be, he needs to be and stay in shape. Yes. He needs to be and stay in shape. And you're going to get divorced and split up from your family, so you better be in shape. Stay in shape. Stay in shape so you can get back out here and be out here with these young women. All right, anyway. And I ain't out here thirsty, please. I ain't out here thirsty paying for OnlyFans. Sheesh. Stay in shape, y'all. Stay in shape. Stay in shape. All right, let's get back to the show. Main event. Are we in there? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it live. Main event. Let's ring the bell on these ninjas right here. 
I know y'all be like, why you do the main event at the end? So you'll stick around. It's basic marketing. All right, insatiable and confused women. Let's start off with this woman right here. We have to know the nature of women. They get emotional. Uh, most, of, most of the things that they get out of life comes from men. Although that's changed quite a bit in the recent future. But they still have this urge that nature calls. Meaning that they want to be loved and cuddled when they want to be loved and cuddled. They kind of want to do their little thing independently. But they want the right guy. They want the right circumstance. They want the right contributor. They want the right guy. They want the right guy. They be out here reaching for the stars. You see them big old women asking for six foot six ninjas. Ninjas with boats. This happens because the woman's insatiable. And this also brings confusion in her life. And she's like, how come things aren't happening for me? Poor me. Why can't the right guy? Why can't the right situation happen? We're going to talk about it. First clip that I'm going to play is the confused woman. Here's a woman here. Take a look at this young woman, by the way. This young, this young uh, average-looking woman. Let's hear what's going on in her life. She has confusion. This is the most humbled I've ever felt in my life. I'm literally holding resumes, a stack of them, so that I can go in person to places and say, are you guys hiring? <laughs> it's honestly a little bit embarrassing because I'm literally applying for like minimum wage jobs and some of them are being like, we're not hiring. And it's like, what? This is not what I expected. I graduated college with two degrees in communications and acting. I speak three languages. Oh, this sucks. Like, I, I just want to be a TikToker if I'm being so wow. Yeah. Wow. But I can't be delusional anymore. Like I literally need to make money. Wow. So. Wow. I'm just going to keep. Wow. Literally. Jesus. Right there, man. A poor girl right there. Poor girl. Oh, the humanity. Man. Boy, when you thought, you know, this is confusion. This is confusion. It's simply what it is. And shout out to the ladies out here and the gentlemen experiencing this. You were sold to build a goods. You thought this shit was going to be easy. You thought you you thought you were going to be CEO at 30 and you had your little degrees, communication and acting. What was it? A useless degree. That ain't no damn degree. You might as well just went to a degree factory at this point. You thought you was going to get your degree and be out here making money. It don't work like that. So now you're walking up and down New York Avenue. All right, handing out resumes. Good. I'm, I'm glad you out here hustling. But uh, your solution is nature. Nature calls. You're fertile. You should be up in here shacked up, barefoot, and pregnant. Yes, you should be. That's going to be your best option. And if you miss the window, now you're going to be super screwed. So you think your job and you're going to make some money and get a salary and come out here and make some money. Not you. It ain't going to happen, baby. It ain't going to happen for you. Where is it at right here? Where is it at? Why do I have to work? I am sexy. <laughs> I am sexy. She said, she said, what she say? She says something I want to uh, highlight. But of course, feminism teaches these women, you don't need that, just you need your own money. And by the way, fathers, mothers, you guys have done your kids a disservice. If you told these women to have their own money, never depend on the man and a money, what world do you live in? You always depend on the man and a money. I don't care if you make money. You're going to depend on a man for your money. People think that's not, not true. Yes, you're going to. In fact, if a woman says, I want a man that's equal or above my level, what does that mean? That means you're going to get a guy, you got money, but you're going to depend on this guy for his money. Mm. 
you're certainly going to use his money primarily and save your money. Or if you don't have access to his money and you don't find that guy equal or above, what do you do? You live in squalor. You live in debt. You live as a debt slave and a prisoner. You out here a consumer spending. You out here in bankruptcy. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> you're more likely to be. Not always, but you're more likely to be. So that means you are. Yeah, you got a little bit of your money, but you're out here sandbagging on the ninja. What? This is crazy. Go get you a husband, ma'am. Nah, you don't want to do that. I'm too young. Most humbled I've ever felt in my life. Well, I told you to humble yourself in the sight of CGA. Humble yourself in the sight of CGA. All right, this is the most humble I've ever felt. Falling on my face with no safety net. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, not a surprise. I'm literally holding resumes, a stack of them, so that I can go in person to places and say, are you guys hiring? I admire your hustle. <laughs> it's honestly a little bit embarrassing. Not really. Because I'm literally applying for, like, minimum wage jobs. That's how you start, ma'am. What are you talking about? <laughs> ma'am, everybody starts at the bottom. Why do you think you get the jump right to pencil and paper pusher? You get the jump right to desk job. You get the jump right to corner office. Everybody starts at minimum wage. But you think you're exempt from minimum wage, and you're going to tell me why. And some of them are being like, we're not hiring. And it's like, what? This is not what I expected. Yeah, I this is not what I expected. With college, two degrees in communications and acting. Two useless-ass degrees. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. What kind of job are you going to get with communication and acting? I'm glad you went to college, but you're not going to get much with them. Let's just be honest. I'm just being real. I'm, I'm trying to be as real as possible. You ain't getting shit with them unless I, you ain't getting nothing with that. You're going to be minimum wage job. Yep. I speak three languages. All right. You speak three, three languages. You speak three languages. Okay. I mean, listen, go work as a translator. I don't know what to tell you. Use those three languages to the best of your ability. That definitely is something that. Uh, but here come the tears. I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. Wah, 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 wah. Economy kicking their ass. Didn't I tell you? I told you economy going to bring back the reality check real quick. Economy beating. What did I tell you? Barbarian is at the gate. Then I tell you the barbarian is at the gate. When did I say that? 2019. I said the barbarian is at the gate. What does that mean? Somebody asked me, does that mean Muslims or white people? I said, it is a metaphor to tell you that once all hell breaks loose, meaning that once that gate is opened, once that gate is breached, there's no more negotiating. It's a metaphor. The barbarian is aggressive outside. The barbarian is trying to kick in the door. The barbarian's using the hatchet to try to get in. You need to keep the barbarian out. You need to actually find a way to distract the barbarian. You need to not do anything to encourage the barbarian to be more aggressive. If the barbarian kicks the door down and breaches the gate, there's no negotiating with the barbarian. That is the point that I was making in 2019. Once they get in the door, you can't calm the barbarian down. They trying to burn down the village. They trying to kick in the door. They trying to take lives. They taking what? Spoils of war, women, land, property, 
gold. It's too late. That's my point. We're, the barbarian is inside the gate now. That's where we are. And people are now trying to negotiate with the barbarian. What do we need to do? And what do we do now? It's too late. <laughs> the barbarian is through the gate. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Yep. Back to me. Right? So for everybody now, we now have to live by the barbarian's rules. What do you want, barbarian? Okay, more migrants. Okay. What else do you want? Okay, more women sex workers. Okay. What do you want? Less marriage. Okay. Uh, what do you want? Harder to get in relationships. Okay. What do you want? Okay, interest rates go up. Okay. What do you want? Can't afford a house now. Okay. You see that? You see it now? The barbarians through the gate. You can't now bring everything back to 2019. Have you noticed? All right, so let's see what this woman's saying here again. Oh, this sucks. Like, I, I just want to be a TikToker if I'm being so for real. <laughs> she said, I just want to be a TikToker at the end of the day. Uh, again, really, it's too late. Uh, you're going to have to be an OnlyFans girl at this particular point. I just want to be a TikToker. Hey, man, the algorithm's not working for people anymore. Have you guys noticed that on social media? Not many people are gaining mass subscribers anymore. Not many people are gaining mass followings anymore. Not overnight. The only person I see doing it is Shannon Sharp. He's the only one that's moving the numbers up like crazy. Everybody else is not. Okay, everybody, many people's numbers are stagnant where they were last year. Just a little bit creep up, a little bit creep up. And especially if you're shadow banned like me, the numbers don't even move at all. All right, I'm being restricted. So you got to go jump out here. Like, man, what are you going to jump out here and do on TikTok? Oh, by the way, TikTok's not paying their content creators anymore. Right? They're not paying the content creators for under one minute con uh, content. They used to pay for under one minute content. They don't. You got to make two and three minute content now on TikTok to get paid. Yeah, shit is. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's at on TikTok. So uh, anyway, this is the insatiable woman. I want it all, and then you end up with nothing. Let's give you this one right here. This woman is going to say, uh, this is the classic husband store. The parable, the classic husband store. He says, Shay Shay bent over. Yeah, she need to have feet pictures at this particular point. Husband store? What is this? Hello, you may visit the store only once. There are six floors and the value of the husband increases as the shopper sends the flights. The shopper may choose any man for a particular floor or may choose to go up a floor, but cannot go back down except to exit building. <sighs> These men have jobs. Going up. <sighs> These men have jobs and love kids. Keep it going. These men have jobs, love kids, and are good looking. Wow. I gotta keep going. These men have jobs, love kids, drop dead gorgeous, and help with housework. Oh, God. I can hardly stand it. <sighs> Gotta go. These men possess same qualities as fourth floor, plus good lovers. To the top, baby. There are no men on this floor. This floor exists solely as proof that women are hard to please. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, oh, look at that. She like, oh, no, what happened? Oh, oh. And uh, this is an old classic joke. A lot of people have told this joke in many, many ways. Many different varieties. Now women are making content. 
even laughing at their own self with the woman's store joke. I'm sorry, the husband's store, but even the boyfriend's store exists. Okay, the boyfriend's store. No, they didn't steal that from Donovan and Fresh and Fit. That's been, a, that's been a story as long as I can remember. All right, but shout out to Donovan, Fresh and Fit, Kevin Samuels. They, we, I've shared this story before. A lot of people in the Red Pill space have shared this story, comedians. So let's just understand that this story, story's been around for a long time. All right, long time. It's been, I remember in college hearing this story. So that's how old it is. That being said, even women know that they're insatiable. So a woman that becomes a wife typically becomes insatiable, right? We, we, know, the, we know this right here that I'm not happy. <laughs> this is her being insatiable. Somebody said it's from the Twilight Zone. So that's how old it is. Uh, but um, they're insatiable, meaning that they'll have a husband. They'll have a boyfriend and they'll still challenge the guy to be more. And they'll ask the guy to do more and get more and make more and do more. And if it doesn't happen, happen, she says she's not happy. And she'll torch that relationship. Then what happens is she'll think she'll get a better relationship and often ends up worse. Often ends up worse off. Then she starts to clamor back to either get back with the previous guy or she'll she'll torch the previous guy. There was a thing that I heard the other day, and it goes like this. A man that gets back with an ex is trying to make the relationship work. Essentially, he looked at the options, and he went back and said, she's the best for me. A woman that gets back with an ex is back there because of failure. She didn't make the next guy work out. So she's there because she failed. A man that gets his ex back is back because he succeeded. Mm, mm, mm. A woman that gets back with an ex is getting back because she failed. She failed to live a lifestyle. She failed financially. She failed with the next two ninjas. A man that gets back when the next is because he succeeded. The ex sees it and wants to be back. Mm. That monkey branch broke and she wants back. This is why we tell you, do not get back with ex, exes. The reason why she wants back is because she failed to grab on and secure that next branch. This is what happens here. This is because their nature is insatiable. They cannot be satisfied. They cannot deal with status quo. We typically want comfort, consistency. We typically will live the same day every day. We don't care. We'll eat the same five pieces of food. So men don't care, and men are not trying to level up to the point, especially not to keep the woman. We think we got the woman, and then we want to go up together. Then she starts pulling her shit. Then we start going, what's going on here? Then she jumps off, and then we go down. <laughs> right? Then we have to pay for it because she's insatiable, typically. Now, yes, we'll want to poke on another woman. Yes, we'll another, we want to poke on another woman. Yes, it is what it is. We typically don't leave the relationship. We try to have both best of both worlds. Okay? We have the best of both worlds. We want the best of both worlds. We don't leave the woman for another woman, typically. 
Now, she'll say, you can go with that bitch, and then we'll have to go. <laughs> All right, but men tend to want to hold on to the woman longer. Women tend to want to challenge the woman. And then what happens is they create more confusion for the people around them and stuff like that. Here's a young lady right here. She says, she says, what does she say here? A sign that God is paying attention to you. Just if you are looking for a sign that God is paying attention to you. Just if you are looking for a sign that God is paying attention to you. Can I tell you something? God don't give a rat's ass about you. Shout out to you right there, right now. God don't care about you. No, he's not sending you a husband. You got to do the work. And ma'am, you're 36. I don't know if this is matching up. She doesn't look 36. She looks 26. But if she looks looks like that at 36, she's got a lot of uh, stuff on her face, or I can't tell. Ma'am, and I hate to say this, and I, I hate to sound like this, Okay, I hate to sound like this because it's going to sound like, you know, oh, Kevin Samuels and Red Pill talking points. I'm here to preach this. And I know you, you want to tell me to keep up with the times. Keeping up with the times is what's got us here. At 36, it's too late. I don't know what you're doing. And she even recognizes that she wants an older man to finesse and dump all of her bullshit into his basket. That's what she wants. She needs a prayer. Now, I need an older man. At 36, ma'am, the older man is going to be 55 to 60. Are you okay with that? Because I'm an older man, and 36 is old to me. 36 is old. Like, I haven't even been seen in public with a woman that old. In public. Now, maybe in private, we can actually... We can actually do something, but I'm certainly not going to pick up the, the fractured pieces of your life. And also, she wants the guy that she wants. I still want a rich, tall guy. In my world, it's too old. And it's not because of age alone. It's just because of why she needs the man. Have you noticed that the insatiable behavior, I can get everything I want, I got options, turns into this confusion. Well, why I can't get a job and why I can't get the man I want and God need to send me and all oh, the husband store and the boyfriend store. Why can't I just work out for me without doing the work? Now I'm confused. There's no confusion. You're 36. That is old. I told this young, beautiful sister that I'd be messing with and fixing binds. I told her and she's, she's approaching 31. I said, you're old. And she's like, what? She was like, I'm really old. I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm not trying to belittle you. You're nice. You're good to look at. You're beautiful in this, but you're old to me. Now, she didn't snap back and say, you old? What the hell are you talking about? Because she already know Najabi out here with, at the junior college. She already know what I got access to. It's undeniable. She sees it. She sees the girls that come in from the dorm room and coming from the college graduation. So she, she don't argue it. Now, you on the other side, you trying to argue it because you don't see it. Okay, but it's, it's obvious. I'll be at the JUCO. 31 is old. <laughs> right? I'm like, that's... And the reason why it's old is not just because of the age alone. It is because of the other shit going on in her life, which is catastrophic which I'm looking at picking up the pieces of your failure. 
You're, you're failing. You're floundering. Economically, you're not where you thought you would be. Like this one woman, this one young lady here. Right? So the realities of the economics, maybe financially, if you have other children, which she doesn't, the woman I was talking about does not. But if you have children, if you are in a fight, if you can't keep up with the rent, inflation kicking your ass, this is an extra burden to me. And it's an extra burden to other men. And the reason why they're crying is because they have burdens that they want you to pick up. That's what comes with age. It comes with age with men as well. We have trauma and burdens and scars and things like this. So it's not like I'm perfect. I have my own stuff to deal with. So I can't pick up your stuff either. I got a baby mama terrorist. That's crazy. You don't want to pick that up. You don't want any parts of that. But I can't put hands on hips. Okay. But my point is. Yep, they got regrets. Let me see if I can pull up this. I don't know if I can pull it up uh, or play it on YouTube. Oh, I might not be able to play it anyway. Oh, man, I definitely can't play that clip. I hope my I hope I'm not. Oh, here it is. I found it. This is what I'm also picking up, which is nature wise, not something men want to pick up. Let's take a look at this right here. Take a look. Take a look right here, and it'd be the ones looking like this, the innocent-looking ones out here. <laughs> Trying. Yeah, man, to be the ones that be unsuspected right there, brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be the ones right there that be out here. <laughs> oh, ninja. Trying. Yeah. She got her. She got she. Hey, man, she got and even the little ninja in there did some work. And what's wrong with this ninja right here? What is that? Oh, my goodness, man. What in the... Oh, the humanity. <laughs> like, hey, everybody can get it. Now I got to pick up that train yang out here, brothers. I ain't trying to pick up no train yang. Yeah. Look at these ninjas out here. Oh, she, she, like, she got a type. Oh, man. Lights. Okay. Oh, Chung got in there. Chung Lee got in there. Boy, oh, boy. We got... Damn, everybody. Okay, we got some white boys. All right, they all got them cheeks right there. Boy, oh, boy, man. I tell you. I tell you, man. Yeah, look at her. She got her feet out, too. She got her feet out. We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at her neck. We're looking at her feet. We're looking at her... No, I ain't looking at no feet. Man, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You ain't looking at feet? It's I'm looking at feet. I'm looking at feet, too, and she's like... Your third leg was just phenomenal. <laughs> all right, anyway... I'm also picking up them pieces as well, and I don't want to pick up them pieces too much. I don't want to own it. I don't want to own it. I will rent or lease, not with an option to buy. Let's get to these Super Chats, man. Thank you for the show. Thank you for the show. Thank you for contributing, and thank you for hitting the like button. You can like Super Chats now. La Eggs Boogie says, all we would all we would see is a black shirt and a milk dud in front of the race. Like this. <laughs> all right. All right, Mark B says, YouTube just su suggested a video from a creator 
and I'm not going to say the name, but it has an OnlyFans school. He says, send it. Yes, I'm just... There's, there's a lot of people today. If you have daughters, if you have people in your life, nieces, cousins, I've warned you of this. They are going to have to consider work like this. Now, not all women will do it. Some women, and, and all women have either thought of or have become monetized. Sold that punani in a way, a various, a way or something like that. When I start selling yeah. pussy... Yeah. I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. In this economy, gentlemen, and I'm not saying this, I'm not trying to promote it. You're seeing it with your own eyes. Not all women will have to do this. They're, they're going to have to consider it. Even married couples are doing this now. They're, they're doing it and they say, look, we had to do what we had to do. But it is our new reality. There's going to be after effects. There's going to be things. There's going to be trade-offs. But it's the new reality. To now, I'm telling you, I've had young women say, hey, I'm getting women recruiting me to do it. Women are recruiting me. Yeah, women are recruiting me. And it don't matter the shape, the size of the woman at all. She could be overweight. There's a market for everybody. It is where we're at. You can deny it all you want. It's where we're at. It's getting to the point where it's, they're, they're going to start teaching women how to do this. Uh, again, I don't think the, mar the market's flooded now. So there was a, there was a young lady I was looking at um, on my Instagram suggestion. And um, this woman was blessed up top. She had some soggy chesticles, but she had them up sitting nice. That was about the only thing she had. She didn't have no personality or nothing. But then I looked. And I was like, let me click. And of course, OnlyFans. So it's, it's very prevalent today. It's the oldest profession. So the thing is, I don't know what's going to, I do know what's going to happen. This is going to make it harder for relationships to go. That's all. Because women are going to say, hey, I can do this until, and I can do this on the side. And then they're going to come out here wanting to get married at 44. But yeah, I have, I, I, women tell me that women are recruiting them for it. It's way crazy. Anyway. Somebody says women will ask men to be their studio managers. Yep. It is. It is. But there, there's, it's out there. for It's out there. He said, call it a profession. Sex work is work. Even Kamala Harris suggested that. Oh, man. But it is a lot of work, by the way. It's kind of like saying I want to become a TikToker. It's, it's hard now because the, let me just say this. Because the stu not the studios. Now, to be in that marketplace, you either have to have a manager, either the woman's work ethic will have to be so great, or she'll have to have a husband or a boyfriend as a photographer, and or she'll have to get into, like, um, the pornography studios have already got into it. The celebrity women have already got into it, so it's going to be tougher. It's like saying I'm going to be a big YouTuber and you start in a day. And I'm like, boy, it's going to take you three to five years now to get to where I'm at. Some people will get there faster. Most people will get there very slowly. So it's going to be harder now because the prawn studios are now doing it. They got their girls doing it. They're managing. They're doing 24-7. 
Uh, the girls just basically provide the content and they go live their lives. They take a 50-50 split, maybe a 60-40. And then behind the scenes, there's men communicating with the men. I mean, the men that are purchasing. So it's already there. You're going to have to engage with a manager. I know young women that are trying to do it. And I'm like, you're not going to be able to pull this off. And sure enough, weeks later, months later, how's it going? And they fell off. <laughs> it's like, I tell you, man, it's going to be work. You got to have, yeah, they don't have the discipline. Typically, typically, and I'm not saying this again. I know people think I'm saying a lot of things negative about women, and I'm not. I'm describing them as to means, which means in effect that if a woman wants to be with me, I will tell her all her qualities that she naturally possesses in order for me to make her a better woman. She's not going to make me a better man. She could actually destroy me better, faster than she can make me a better man. Now, the quality that they have to overcome, and I know this working with women, is that they're lazy. They're lazy in terms of work ethic, and this is general, generally. They're always going to look for the shortcut. They're always going to make a deal with the devil. They're always going to try to say, oh, maybe if I do this. They're always going to kind of leech and make somebody else do a little bit of extra work. Let me do the, you do the extra work. This is generally the truth, more likely than not. So, for instance, if they have an opportunity and they have to drive six hours, they won't do it. They'll say, nah, that's okay. And they'll try to look for an opportunity 15 minutes away. The opportunity is not there. The best opportunity was six hours away. They won't do it. They won't do it. It's just how they work. Now, men typically should say, I'm going to go to the opportunity. I'm going to leave my family behind, right? I'm going to do what I'm, I, I'm going to do what I need to do. There's a job over there. But women will walk around with resumes in a two block radius and say they can't find a job. And then they'll give up, kick, scream, cry. And then those, they'll have the uh, simp wolf whistle out and they'll just say, hey, it's hard out here. And, and it ain't, for, bruh. <laughs> they typically going to make a deal with the devil. They're going to they gonna take the lazy route. So OnlyFans today, you need to be, you're going to be working like hours a day, 12 hour days. I know OnlyFans girls. I know girls that want to do OnlyFans. I know girls that want to do it, but they just will strip and be a sugar baby because it's private. They don't want to let their families know. I've had many, many girls approach me because I'm in social media to say, can you help me with my OnlyFans? I can count them on one hand the amount of women that have approached me saying, hey, you do social media? Maybe you can help me do OnlyFans. And these were normie chicks, normie women. The minute I told them, you're going to be working your ass off, they stopped talking to me about it. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, oh, okay. The only way I know how to do social media is to work my ass off. They hear the work. And they're like, what? You mean I can't put up bikini pictures and I can't wear a mask while I get my cheeks clapped? No, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot. You're going to be doing the nastiest shit with toys and your imagination is going to have to stretch like crazy. And I also told them I didn't want to do the content. Like, I don't want to record the content. I want you to send me the content. Like, I don't want no parts of being there, recording it, filming it. You could use my bedroom if you want some privacy. I don't want to be involved in it. I don't want to clap the cheeks on camera or none of that. He said they'll accuse you of trafficking on a low. Yeah, we get all that shit. 
<laughs> we get all the shit. I'm just letting you know. But they don't have the work ethic to pull it off. They don't. So with that being said, if they ain't producing the, enough content to where they need three days to take a rest, they're going to work four days, 12-hour days, changing outfits, recording, you know, doing this. Or otherwise, you got, you're gonna you're gonna um you need to do it every day, and they're gonna they're gonna be a day where I say, hey, you didn't send me your content today. Where's it at? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh well, oh well, you don't want to be rich, then you don't want to make it. I tell the same thing to YouTubers. You want to be a YouTuber for ninety straight days. You're gonna post content without fail. You will not fail in this endeavor. 90 straight days. That's how I popped off on YouTube. Because I posted on YouTube before. I posted on YouTube for years before. Then I would post again. Oh, where's all the subscribers? Where's all the likes? Where's all the views? And then I said, I said, I'm going to post for 90 straight days. If this shit don't work, I'm going to quit. That's what I said. And I thought about it for years and years and years. Everybody's like, you need to do YouTube. You need to do YouTube. Okay, I'll try it. Damn, ain't nobody watching. I post three videos. Ain't nobody watching. Today, you got to post multiple times a day on multiple platforms for 90 straight days. I only had to do YouTube. Today, you have to do TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. (laughs) Multiple times a day for 90 days straight without failing. You know how many people are going to do it? Not that many. And I'm going to say, you don't want to be a YouTuber. Sit your punk ass down. (laughs) You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do this shit. Because guess what? Once you start popping off, you're going to have to keep doing that for years. And then you're also going to have to keep doing it when you get demonetized. And when you face adversity, you're going to have to keep doing it. And the more you wait and not do it, the next year, you're going to have to just double it. Okay, now you need 180 days. Now you need 365 days. And don't start live streaming. And you got 50 people in your live stream. Or you got you got, you got, you got uh, 20 people that have viewed your whole live stream and you're trying to take a shortcut because you don't want to record, edit, produce, thumbnail. Just like a woman, you get lazy. And this is what you're going to do when you wonder where your audience is. Brothers, you're going to have to learn how to do everything. And then once you get noted for doing something, you stick to that. So you could not, you got to learn how to edit. You got to learn how to download. You got to learn how to record. You got to learn how to color correct. You got to learn how to make thumbnails. Now, you might not need to do it, but you better learn how to do it. Because you might need to do it. To keep your audience. Same thing with women. Acknowledge me. There's lazy ass women out here. Lazy women. Oh man, I don't want to do all this shit. I ain't even getting paid. It's too much work. You know how many hours I work? Lots. You won't even want to know. By the time I hit the end of the stream, it's been it's been an eight hour day. It's been an eight hour day. Yeah. Kevin Samuels, it took him. Five years to pass me. 
I started after Kevin Samuels by maybe a year. I exploded right out of the gate. Pause. I was one of the rare people that exploded right out of the gate. It took him five years to pass me up. Maybe uh, more like more like four or three for certainly. He was, a, he was a guy I zoomed right past from the beginning. He was starting to barely do content. When did he pop off? In year five. Year five. Or something like that. Four or five years. He, I want to say, no, probably year four. Took him. He really didn't get popular for a many, many years. And it took him, he switched and pivoted three or four times. He switched and pivoted three or four times. And one video made him stick to that lane. He said, oh, I know what I, I know. And by the way, if you don't know, he worked very hard behind the scenes, looking at algorithm, looking at, uh, looking at data, what do you call it, analytics. He's an analytic guy. So he was looking at what's going to work. He pivoted four, three times, maybe four, to get to where he was. He made content, yeah, he made content 2015 to 2020. It took him five years to get to his level, five. Now, the odd thing is, the one thing that he became popular with is why people are popular today. So now they took where he left off, per se, and now they're popular. So they said, oh, I get it. React to content, talk about women, talk to women. So now people can jump in now and say, oh, there's a formula. And then they, I'm not saying people took his formula, but people then started to say, hey, we got it. This is what what people want to hear. This is what works. This is what people say. And then they've been able to build an audience for themselves. But you got to be a guy that that works hard. Unfortunately, he and us, we had to work hard to open up the gate for everybody else. Right? I had to work very hard. Censored, shadow ban early, demonetized early. Today, if I started to, if I started two years ago, I probably would be further along because now we can get away with this stuff per se. We can get away saying these things. When I was starting off. Man, men before me were getting deplatformed. It was a mess. So we opened up the gate for a lot of men. He says, if you're demonetized, you don't make much money except donations, I think. You think? <laughs> right, there we go right here. You, you think? It's worse than that. I'm surprised people are still listening to me. He says, if you're demonetized, you don't make much money except donations, I think. Really? Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. I can tell you for certain that's the fact. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, you re- Really? You think? Now, check this out. It's even worse than that. And I'll end it on this. It's even worse than that. What you don't think about is that YouTube is here for as long as they want to be here. As long as they want to fumble the bag. <laughs> You know what you know what people don't think is that your catalog can last as long monetize wise as the platform lasts meaning that your videos from years ago ask a YouTuber that made a video, a viral video 10 years ago they're still getting paid on that video 
But if you're demonetized, your catalog is getting no monetization for as long as YouTube exists. So it's not just what you're not getting in AdSense that day. It's what you're not getting in AdSense for the next 10 years. Now, you add that number up. You add that number up of lost income. It's greater than the little money you were going to get today or next month in your AdSense check. It's really a number in the millions when you think about it. So really think about what demonetization means. It doesn't just mean you didn't make money today. It, makes, it means you're not making money in five years or 10. That's a stack of money. That's millions that they are taking out of your pocket. That's life-changing money that they're taking out of your pocket. The monetization is not just the video I dropped today. It's the, it's the money that I'm not getting for the next five to 10 years. Like doing the same amount of work, if not more, than somebody that is monetized. It's a very, very big uh, monet it's a very big financial loss. Strike jacket. It's a very big financial loss that people cannot really quantify today. You can't even quantify what that means when you get demonetized. It's, you can't even think about it. Some people don't even realize it. Well, you don't get paid much money. You don't get any money. Zero. So, um, donations is all you have. Donations, that's why when people hate and they they do what? Report your videos and they deplatform you. That is a form of, uh, that ain't even passive aggressive. That's an aggressive robbery. It's a form of aggressive robbery when people do this and they celebrate it. It's disgusting to me. I would never wish that on a content creator at all. It's an aggressive form of robbery. And the hate, I can't even tell you what type of hate that is. I mean, you're basically losing monetization. And then the only way around it is to delete your whole page, start over, delete all your content, which is content that would have made money for years. It's sad. But anyway, yeah, there, it's, it's sad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they slapping food out of your mouth. Uh, they're making you work. I work five times as hard to make it what people make by doing a 15-minute video every day. Anyway, so be careful with that and consider what type of content you put on the platform because if you don't want to deal with demonetization, don't say anything risky. However, the way you grow your audience is risky. Also, also, this is why Jake and Logan Paul are wrestling and boxing right now. This is why Jake and Logan Paul are wrestling and boxing. Why? They said they no longer want to give the power to the platforms because they could have stayed doing YouTube. And they said, hell, to hell with that. So if you can, even if you're demonetized, you have to say, well, I'm not going to quit because there's still a possibility. Even though I'm not monetized, I can still build an audience. I can still have a reputation. I can still put good content out. Um, I don't depend on monetization. I can maybe sell my catalog. I can get a Spotify deal. I can pivot. I can still stay relevant. I can write a book. I can monetize something else. I can get sponsorships. There's still some stuff there for you. So if you get demonetized, don't just quit if you have a large audience. You can still do something out here. Like Joe Rogan, it took him 10 years to even get the Spotify deal. Um, many of the best YouTubers have been here for 10 years. 10 years or more. 
So don't really think that you need to make a decision and don't feel guilty as well. Cause guys are like, well, you shouldn't be dependent on the money and you shouldn't be out here saying these things and you shouldn't be doing, but they steady watching you doing it and then saying you shouldn't do it, but they watching you doing it and reacting to you doing it. And they know who your name is and they know everything you say. And they steady watching your ass for free. Hate watching your ass on the back telling you not to do it. But why you watching you Mitch ass ninja? You got to wonder about people. People are weirdos. Why you watch it so close? <laughs> you watch it so close telling people not to do it. Like, come on, bro. Pick a struggle. <laughs> Pick a struggle. If somebody shouldn't be doing it, why you watching? <laughs> Our brother here, Sam the Prince, says, Coach, for the brothers out there who want to read it, Manipulated Man can be purchased on ebook. For for ten bucks, shout out to you. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right, y'all some weirdo. Y'all be some weirdo ass ninjas out here. Y'all should be saying y'all should be doing, but know everything they saying and doing. I'm like, shout out to Bob. Says what you said is true. I met and do the do with several corn stars. There you go, right there. He says what you say is true. I met and do the do with several. Corn stars, meaning that they're lazy. They just want to do the, the easiest way out. And some of them do OnlyFans. Oh, by the way, OnlyFans, OnlyFans girls do do other things than OnlyFans. So they do OnlyFans and sometimes they got sugar daddy. They do OnlyFans and sometimes they strip. They do OnlyFans and they drive Ubers. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Robots for Change says, I have mastered the art of ignoring thirsty vampire girls. Shout out to you. Thank you for your first super chat. <sighs> Let me lower my blood pressure. Take, I take my blood pressure after every stream because I have to be animus. I have to be animated. Right? It would be boring if I was like, all right, I'm going to say this. You watch me because I'm animated. You watch me because I passionately speak. People think it's anger. Trust me, I'll be happy than a mother sucker after this. I don't even think I do have to be animated and passionate. So when you hear that, that ain't anger. <laughs> that gets your attention. It gets your attention. So what are you talking? People think I'll be sitting around stewing and angry. It's not that. As a speaker, I have to be funny, humorous, animus, animated, Ain't uh passionate. I have to sell you the belief that I believe what I'm saying. Otherwise, I'd just be boring. Yeah, you know, women are lazy. <laughs> but that's that man you hearing, man. That's that man you seeing. That's that man you hearing. And you can't help but watch me and hate watch me. And the ladies be touching themselves as they listening to my show. And ladies, see me after class. I know you want to talk to me and you want me to put hands on hips. Shout out to the coach gang. We be out of here. Enjoy your day. Hit the like button. Watch the replay. Peace.